yo, 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 it's your boy, T.O., as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. Yo, it's the motherfucking fake podcast, the one-stop shop for everything TV, mean I'm from related, one with any of the goddamn thing we're going to talk about. Coming to you live and direct, everybody's in the building. We are all here. Avengers Assemble. Did I do that right? The that was Avengers a lot. Assemble, right? Is that that's what is it? It is? Yeah, it's Avengers Assemble. Assemble. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were coming with like a big reveal or announcement there. That was that was high energy. <laughs> I was waiting for something else. Then you landed flat there. I'm not gonna lie to you. Avengers Assemble. That doesn't work for you. No, but there was there was no like big reveal afterwards. What big reveal? Exactly. Like, yeah. like what? what did, why would you? Why? Why would there be a big reveal? Avengers Assemble. We are all here. I feel like all of those things. Yeah. Well, what do we do now? We're all here. We do the goddamn podcast. What the fuck? You did. That is. The- <laughs> that's true. Well, then, yeah, yeah. You finish with that next time. So that's that's the big. That's the big reveal. All right. All right. <laughs> you you've ruined it. It was good, and then you ruined it. All right, let's let's punch you in a little bit. As much as I don't want to see your face, I'm kidding. It's lovely to see your face. I think like so too. Yeah. <laughs> This guy. Um, yeah, man, everybody's back in the building, man. I, I got my got my people's here. Hey, Sergio's in freaking uh Sergio's around the way. He's uh he's in DC. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. You could have nice. had Sergio here too. But uh yeah, he told us. No, no, no. Rarely is there a good reason to travel from DC to Baltimore. <laughs> now if he's yo, everybody in Baltimore stood up right there at that moment and said, What? Fuck no, I think say? everyone knows that's true. I mean and, and so regionally regionally, right? Yeah. DC is like a, it's a, it's a pretty dope hub, right? It's people travel into DC, but if you're from if you're from Baltimore, you're like you know go out go out this weekend, might go out for a night in DC, right? But if you're if you live in DC, you're never like yo let's go out tonight in Baltimore. No, it fucking never happens. Why would anyone do that? You're already uh, where the shit is. Just be, just be careful going home. That's all. That's <laughs> where I'm gonna leave that right there. I'll be fine. Yeah, just be careful. All right. But no, that's true. I mean, there's if you're some, in there's DC, some potholes you might wanna. I think avoid. DC has like a better assortment and collection of like restaurants from different ethnicities and whatnot. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a really great melting pot for anybody who's never been to DC. So if I'm in DC, I'm not like, yo, let's go to a fucking. Uh, let's go to that dirty bar in Pigtown <laughs> for a night out. Like, no, no, sir. Let's go to 16th Street. Um, I, I think that might be just a remnant of when we were younger. I feel like when we were younger, that was probably a lot more applicable. But I feel like today, maybe not so much. But DC's DC's more in terms of they just got a lot of like higher end shit because it's DC. But Baltimore, Baltimore's got a little spice in it. You know what I mean? It's got a little, it's where you want to go when you're not trying to deal with all these bougie fucking people on Capitol Hill and shit. See, I think that's the perception of D.C., right? What do you mean a perception? That is D.C. No, because that's (laughs) in transplant city. Most people, it's like that perception is that like everybody in D.C. is. I've lived close to both my entire life. (laughs) Listen, hear me out. Hear me out, though. The perception of D.C. is that everybody in D.C. works in government and everyone's a lobbyist or a fucking intern at the at the vice president's cabinet office. Like not everybody in D.C. works in politics or is even involved in politics or is like What's the next snobby. biggest employer in DC? 
what is the biggest important? Amazon. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, what is the biggest important? It's the fucking government. Like, what are you, sure. what are you talking yeah. about? But, like, uh, so there are a lot of government contractors, right? Not everyone works, like, in Congress or Senate or whatever. Whether you're a fucking so, contractor or you work directly a, for the if government. If I'm a government contractor, I'm, not, I'm just like, yo, I just, I, I just do, like, a little bit of shit for them. But, like, that's not, like, <laughs> that. but they're not, like, the people that, like, you're it's referring to. It's like somebody to. at Lockheed Martin, like, you know, I don't really work for the government. We just supply all the bombs. It's fine. Sure, or you might just, I, I, I'm just a project manager. <laughs> Listen, you know, that's, that's it. That's what people said during the Trump presidency. They're like, yeah, I'm just a project yeah, like manager. You work for the Trump campaign? No, like, I'm just a project I'm manager. I'm just an organizer. <laughs> like, you mean the org, you organize the fucking rallies? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, but I just put it together. I just, who shows up is not my fault, yeah. right? They just show up. It's not Wonder Woman's DC. <laughs> that's that's basically what I'm trying to say. Dude, whatever, man. I, I, I What I'm trying to say is that Baltimore, because uh, I was kind of on that same wavelength, right? Of like, if I want to actually do something fun, I go out to DC. But I think that over the last few years, I've really changed my tune in terms of, I feel like way, way, way more comfortable in Baltimore than I do um, DC. I think Baltimore, it just feels like home versus DC. I feel well, I mean, a little bit. Technically, it is home. Like you no, live no, here. But, so traveling to DC for true, you is but, like further, right? So what I'm talking about is like like I, when I used to live in Columbia, right? And I'm kind of like that, like in between. Yeah. Um, if I really want to go out and have a good time and have fun, like party, hit the clubs, or whatever, like have like right, real but, good but, fun, but, DC for why, sure. Why is that though? Because it's better. Better like in night terms life, of what? What, is, what does that mean? Uh, nightlife, I think it's like socializing. When you when you were younger though, where was the place to go in order to really go out and feel like, oh shit, like I'm, I'm doing something. It was DC, right? We'd go out to love. No, 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 no. When I was oh, younger, All right. when I was younger, it was Baltimore because you didn't have, DC cost a little bit more. So when I was when younger. I was with you when you were younger, Rain. These are all lies. What the fuck are you no, talking about? When I was about? younger, it we was like. We all went to DC all the time. When I was younger, it was like Hammerjacks. It was like um, no, that iguana. was that was what you wanted to go if you just it wanted was, to get wetted up a little bit. But it's it's not where you wanted to go if you're like trying to get spiffy. You try and go out, have like you know, act like you're doing something. No, it was clearly DC. Bro, listen, it was from it was a uh, it was like live. You went to Hammerjacks when you really wanted to go out and step out. When I was younger, yes. Crazy, and then I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? Yo, anybody from Baltimore, anybody from Baltimore, Columbia, or DC, please in the comment section slide him all that you can. Please slander him because he's Addy talking knows nonsense. I'm right. How does he know you're right? That, first of all, Addy knows. Addy doesn't. Dad, Addy doesn't even go out. So Addy, Addy you should he, change your Instagram hashtag. Uh, uh, oh, that's username a, to like Addy knows. That's a little fucked up because I was. A mainstay at Club One. Club what? For like the longest time. Wasn't that gay club? Nah. So what if it was? So what if it was? Who cares? So what? Was a mainstay there, but dude, Hammerjack was a shit. Hammerjack was a shit. I think I was like thirteen, and they would let me in. Remember Iguana? Yeah. And then then you got what is it? The the casino, the live casino area. They had yeah, that's mosaic. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I went when I was like young, and then mm-hmm. like I got a little bit older. And I'm like, let me start heading out to DC. I was like, oh shit. So you didn't fuck better. with the uh, the newer Bourbon Street and all those places that came after Hammerjacks? No, 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 no. Yeah. By, by that time, I by was that on time yeah. you're going down you, you to see, DC. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, you see how he's proving my point for me, right? Uh, DC was the place you go when you want to act a little bit more stuffier. When you when you wanna when you wanna smell your shit just a little bit more, you go to DC. When you want to just chill, have a nice nice chill night. 
go to Baltimore. There's another reason, but I won't get into that right now. <laughs> well, you, got some, you got outstanding warrants. What's I, I, this, this is being recorded. Charges. This is being recorded. So yeah, I'll let's leave let's, that let's get into it. Uh, people have heard us argue about fucking DC and Baltimore enough. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the fucking Fade Podcast. Uh, we're talking about all things movies and shit. Um, look, let's get into this week. Next week, uh, this week we've got coming out. Eternals, uh, mm. which damn man, the reviews have not been kind. No, no, at no. all. To say it's, it's Fuck, a, it is. It is a Rotten Tomato. Yeah. <laughs> I go out of my way not to listen to reviews or watch any sort of reviews, but even just the headlines, I see like oh, this shit sucks. Uh, try again. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. just seeing some nasty, nasty headlines when it comes to Eternals. There's just no way it can be that bad. I, I think people had. I think this is going to be a different type of Marvel movie, and I don't think people are ready. Yeah, and I mean, and that's what they said about this film. Like, yeah. um, what's who's the director's name? Chloe, uh, Chloe Zhao. Zhao. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when she was brought onto the project, and a lot of the th- the things that she's um, reiterated about the project is like, this is not going to be like many of the other Marvel films you said uh, you've seen. This is not going to be another Captain America and the Winter Soldier. This is not going to be another End Game. This is going to be a story told from a different lens with a different tone. Um, and I think a lot of people are not either ready for that. And some people may just straight up not be interested in that. And it's fine. But like, what I don't like is when people are quick to like bash a film or like an album or anything that that's new that comes out just because they're not either ready for it or is there not their taste? Like, yeah. you know, I can be like, hey, that's a good movie. Wasn't for me. I didn't particularly like it, but like, you know, it, it was, it was still a good body of work. Yeah. I think the interesting thing is that the critics didn't like this movie. I don't know necessarily. Obviously the movie hasn't come out nationwide yet. Uh, it comes out this, this Friday or I guess maybe Thursday tomorrow. Um, so, you know, who knows what the audience actually thinks of it uh, or will think of it, but the critics have been mean to it. Uh, which tells me that this sort of like this, um, what do you call it? Uh, this sort of indie film feel that I'm sure Chloe's out brought to it because she, she was, you know, she's done a, a lot of smaller projects, at least a lot smaller in comparison to the Eternals. Um, maybe they just didn't, even the critics didn't like that sensibility, which is interesting because I would assume that they just would because, you know, it's a much more, uh, you know, um, nuanced or in theory, it would be a much more nuanced and, um, more intimate movie than, you know, we're used to with, uh, with a Marvel movie. So it's really interesting that the, that the critics didn't like it. Uh, with that being said, fuck the critics. I don't give a fuck. I would watch the movie. Yeah, and yeah. I'll make my own goddamn. Only one fuck. Yeah. Like I, appreciate people's opinions and reviews. I mean, we're doing a podcast, we're giving our opinions and yeah. we're, we're giving our reviews and I appreciate it. I'll listen to it. Yeah. But rarely do I ever make my decision based nice. off of that review. Yeah. Right? You, you definitely have to not do that <laughs> because if you do, uh, then essentially you're not, you're missing a lot of great opportunities because people will bash it for, no good fucking reason. Sometimes it's because oh, just everybody else is saying it's bad, so I'll just yeah. I'll ju- and it's yeah. so so much easier to write a bad review than it is a good review, right? Because bad reviews are interesting in that like oh shit, they just they slandered it this type of way or they said this clever thing or whatever. Yeah. Most it's people leave give. negative reviews, right? Because yeah. like if you don't like something, you want to go and bash it. You want to go and tell people that hey, I didn't like it. I didn't have a good experience there. But like, a lot of the times, if you do have a good experience, you don't 
run to go and leave a review. There are so many restaurants that I've been to that have made great food and I haven't left a review. But then there's like the one or two that I had a terrible and experience. You need to leave and I just, that you know what? I, I got to leave this review yeah. because this thing rubbed me the wrong way. But I didn't for the other thousand good experiences I had. Yeah. So I don't weigh negative reviews heavily. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, uh, none, nonetheless, um, I, I'm going to go see it. Um, are you going to go see it on opening night? I might be tied up opening night, not going to lie. Um, but I think maybe sometime in the next week or so, I'm going to see it before, I think before next Wednesday, I think. I yeah. Yeah. See I, think, it. I think my goal is to try and see it Saturday, but like Saturday. earlier in the day, like yeah, definitely yeah. before six, seven o'clock when you start mm. to get that like younger crowd. Yeah, Cause yeah. that's when I, so it, last week and I told you the story last week, I went to go see antlers in theaters. Yeah, yeah. That's when we had that little, I had the situation where those fucking kids were talking in the movie theater and I had to like mm-hmm. flex on them a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's what, cause we went Saturday night. We went a little bit late. I think we caught like the seven thirty showing or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, there are too many young people here. I need to go yeah, at like, what if there o'clock. was that one young person who, you know, clearly takes steroids and plays linebacker, uh, you know, for their local, high school to any he stands up he's like what'd you say to me that's why I always keep the knife on my head <laughs> three to the kidney doesn't matter what sport you play you're going down a lot of internal bleeding uh, yeah he, he's prepared he's got a little flak jacket on you know he, he's ready for the knife fight no listen even a, even, even a bulletproof vest it really doesn't protect the kidneys you're coming in from the side you twist the knife <laughs> listen I've seen every Rambo Jesus movie Christ. <laughs> that wound uh, will not close that is a lot of internal hemorrhaging um yeah so anyways uh so Eternals comes out this week uh the harder they fall which actually i was just watching uh earlier i don't think i uh or it's not that i don't think i definitely didn't finish it um i actually really liked it i don't usually care for like westerns mm-hmm. but i fucks with this one um it was pretty standard uh in terms of the way it sort of flowed but you know it was cool i liked it what was the last good western you saw Dude, I, I don't even fucking, I don't, I, I go out of my way not to watch Westerns. Um, so like any Clint Eastwood movie, uh, any, and I know that there's a lot of movies that actually, you know, kind of take after the Western genre without being sort of the aesthetic being, being a Western, right? You got a lot of space Westerns, right? Um, uh, like, so for instance, like the Guardians of the Galaxy, I, I guess technically that might be able to. Uh, be considered uh, kind of a, a sort of Western esque uh, in 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 sort of how it's constructed, um, and I'm sure there's somebody out there like no you fucking idiot that's not what that means. <laughs> I'm like all right, all right that's cool that's cool, um, but but yeah I don't know I can't I couldn't tell you uh, uh, my favorite because I just I don't I just naturally don't like them. Would you consider Desperados a Western? It's been a while since I've seen Desperado. I don't even know what the fuck it's about. Uh, it's set in a western type of atmosphere. I, yeah, I don't know if the story necessarily was Southwest dictate. Uh, Mexico, I guess. Right? It was in Mexico. Sure. Yeah. Desperados. Yeah. You know? Do you remember that other movie with? You know, I think it was like Gene Hackman had a young Leonardo DiCaprio. They were out in the west, and like Gene Hackman was like the sheriff of the town, and like I think Leonardo DiCaprio was his son, and and like every day around noon they would have like a gunfight. No, I don't remember this. Oh, come on! It was a. The, the was it the quick and the dead yeah it might be the quick and the dead probably my favorite western movie hmm. but i don't go as far back as like clint eastwood's like fucking or 1832 like seven i think no. that was one of the more recent westerns that, that yeah it's essentially it's a remake obviously um the magnificent seven with uh denzel if i'm not mistaken um yeah, I don't know. I I just don't really care for westerns. Um, but maybe that might change. Uh, you know, either I've been revisiting a lot of shit, um, lately. Um, and 
finding that some of it's a lot you know some of it's pleasurable and then some of it's nah that, that can probably stay in the past um, but I tell you what I did watch a movie last night that <clears throat> that I was like yo highly underrated movie from the 90s that nobody fucking talks about highly underrated mm. can you can I'll give you a wild guess and, and let me let me let me preface uh, this yeah give me it stars uh, one of the sort of the quintessential 90s action heroes and a comedian or Bruce Willis and Damon Wayne oh, and the fucking wait 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 let, let me shit, let me get the movie Yo, let me get the movie can I get let a, me uh, yeah, yeah yeah come on the last boy scout can I get a uh, there it is. How'd yes. you get that? What the fuck? Bro, listen, I know my shit. That's why Jesus we're doing a podcast Christ. about it. <laughs> How the fuck did you pull that up? Oh, um, fucking classic. Yo, The Last Boy Scout. Classic fucking action. Yeah, movie, dude. Classic, dude. And it it it's, you know, the story is somewhat engaging, but it really is just the chemistry between Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans that... Uh, that really draws you to the movie. Um, and, and it's really constructed I, I, I fairly well, I think. Um, but it's just something about it that just has that mystique of just like, even going back and watching it now, I, I just appreciate it so much, like the back and forth between them. Uh, like one of the best lines that I've, I've ever heard in a movie, uh, and I remember it ever since I was a kid was, you know, so they're talking and he's like, oh, you got those leather jeans or you got those leather pants. He was like asking, like, "Oh, well, you know, how much were they?" He's like, six hundred dollars." He's like, six hundred dollars." I mean, do they come with like a TV or something? Like, <laughs> I just that shit always cracks me up every time I hear. Great nineties joke. Great nineties yeah, joke. Yeah. Uh, I'm all about it. Um, Someone now who's not seen the movie might hear that line and think like, oh, "That's not very funny." No, it was. But classic. in 1993, yeah, that, shit that shit hit. Shit slap. <laughs> um, but yeah, the last Boy Scout man. Um, love that fucking. I movie. have it on my two watch list. Um, yeah. It was trending on uh, Netflix. Oh, was it trending? Yeah. Oh, is that why you remembered it? Um, yeah, so, like, as soon as you like started to frame it up like that, I mm. knew exactly what it was. I gave you too much. I gave you too much. I should have made it a little harder for you. No, um, no you, listen, you didn't give me too much. I knew before you even started. <laughs> Read my mind. Uh, you have that ESPN. Um, uh, so, I also started uh, Yu Yu uh, Hakusho. Spirit Detective Yu yeah. Yu Hakusho. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Best opening theme song in anime history. You're, no, you're drunk right now. Who's that, got a, who's got a better opening theme song? Cowboy. What do you? What the fuck? Cowboy are you Bebop. Talking about? Yeah. What the fuck are we talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Mm. I still All gotta right give now. it to you. You. Five, four, three, or is it three, two, one? Let's jam. Yeah. That I, shit rocks. Dude. I still gotta give it to you. You're crazy. That shit sounds like a fucking. I'm watching like Sailor Moon or some shit. <laughs> so are you watching the dub or the sub? Dub. Dub? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't have time to sit here and read subtitles. Yeah, fuck uh, that. I, so I'm again. I'm working as I'm sort of watching. I don't have time to, for for subtitles. I'll miss like fucking the entire show. Yeah. <laughs> if I do subtitles, so uh, it's it's okay. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I gotta maybe. I'm 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 getting the feeling it might be more of a nostalgia thing for you here. I don't know because um, I don't I don't like it better than Bebop so far. I, I'm I like Bebop like right off the bat. It's, it's taking me a second to, to really get yeah, into it. Yeah, because this Hakusho. is, uh, I think he, Cab, um, Yu Yu Hakusho is, there There really, really is a lot of like emotion. Was, was, was that, that not a stool? That is not a stool, it was a table. 
<laughs> oh shit. Well, it's okay. I'll fix it later. Don't worry about it. Is your is your foot okay? Yeah, yeah, no, my foot's fine. I oh, thought okay. it was a stool and you put it there. I didn't even put it there on purpose. I just was like holding it there. Uh, but you took advantage of it nonetheless. And this is the result. It's fine. Yeah, I thought uh, you I'll put it there for my foot. I was like, no, oh, no, thanks. No. But um <laughs> I was not that thoughtful. No. <laughs> uh so um for anyone who is like listening to the podcast and not watching, I just broke a small table. Yeah, fair um enough. so Yu Yu Hakusho, it is a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. And I think it is because this particular anime is very much about story, right? There's a lot of story here. There's a lot of character development. There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot. I mean, the action, trust me, when you get it, you're going to be like, yo, this shit is insane. Yeah. Um, but I think this story really focuses on like the relationship between characters, less, you know, oh, we're um, on like a. You know we're bandits and we're on a heist and we're out here doing all this crazy stuff and there are fights every every like couple of minutes um, every episode there's a big shooting or a shootout or stuff like that you're not really gonna get that in you but like the story is yeah, insane it's, it's not even that that's uh it's it's that hmm it's, it's that I, I kind of see how when you were younger like this would have been the shit because like your protagonist starts off being an asshole like a definitive asshole right? yeah and i you know, I, can, I can see how you specifically be like oh this guy's saying a lot of things that i like mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like i can definitely see how younger orain would definitely be into this older me is like uh, i mean it's cool well we'll see let's see where it's going if it yeah. pays off great if it doesn't i've wasted my time i think quickly. you're going to and like, and here's what's so great about the stories. Like, you get a young Yusuke Urameshi, and he is like, you know, this high school punk, right? And you see him evolve into the into what becomes like very much this like, uh, you know, this adult that has gone through this evolution. And you see like so much growth in a character. Like, he kind of reminds me of. Um, they don't have the same character, but he kind of reminds me of uh, the guy from Game of Thrones, uh, Theon. Oh, great, great joy. Yeah. Where you see you, you, you like them in the beginning. Oh, they're cool, and then you hate them a little bit, and then you love him again because he's gone through like so much range of of growth. Yeah. And at the end of the story, you're just like, damn, that shit was complete. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm definitely gonna give it. A, I'm, I'm definitely gonna let it run its course. I'm not gonna. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna give up on it. Uh, too Do early. not. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I but I started that this week. Uh, what else am I getting into this week? Um, yeah, I think that's about it for me this week. I, I don't think I, I dove into anything else. Uh, should, should I talk about it? Should I spend time to talk about my experience? Should we take some time to talk about it? Did you tell me the story already? Uh, yeah, I definitely. I told you and Addy at the same time. Yes, let's hear it. Should I? <laughs> yeah. All right. So let me set the scene, okay? It's about eleven. 30 at night right I'm chilling you know uh, I just got done submitting um, this grant that I'm, I'm looking for I'm, I'm working on a short film right now and uh, I submitted a proposal for a grant for it uh, and it's taken me like you know a while to put this thing together and I I was kind of uh, nervous that I wouldn't be able to finish it in time um, but then I, I finished it up in time got everything submitted Boom, feeling great, feeling the fucking elation, right? Feel like you deserve a reward. Yeah, you know, you're feeling feeling good about yourself. You're like, yeah, I work hard, you know. Let me let me treat myself. So it just so happened that I had gotten a very special present from uh, from a re- very good friend, 
uh, one of who uh, is sitting in this uh, uh, very room with us. Damn, uh, you just indicted him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Judge is like, we got him on tape. Got him on the Rico. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and so, you know, and so I decide to partake in this special uh, gift that this friend has given me, you know? Um, and so, you know, I, I, I pop this gift, uh, you know, uh, it's a little bit of a gummy, you know? Um, and so, but the thing is the, 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 the gummy here, uh, was a, the dosage was way higher than what I was used blue to magic. before. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was essentially blue magic. <laughs> so, I'm I'm, I was, when you were like, Oh, I got it from someone in this room. I was thinking, Addy's going to walk outside and Russell Crowe's going to be right there. Like, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. See, Frank. See Addy in the white shirt. Yeah. He's like, I'm not telling you a goddamn thing. And I tells him everything. <laughs> um, uh, and so, uh, and so, the dosage is way higher on on this particular gummy than I'm used to, and I'm I didn't even really think about it. I just was like, ah, fuck it, it can't be that crazier, right? Oh man, so my journey began. Um, so, so, and 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 here's a fair warning: I didn't really do anything crazy. It's just I felt crazy. Uh, and, and that was like the first time that I ever experienced anything like this. So for a lot of people out there, I'm sure they've done and said a lot of crazier things than I both did and said uh, when they perhaps uh, take more than, <laughs> than you know, they were used to. But this was just my first experience, like kind of period experiencing this thing. And so pop it in and I'm watching, I'm watching, um, not the last Boy Scout. I'm watching, uh, what the fuck did I watch? I watched, um, uh, lot, not Lionheart. What the fuck? It was time cop. I watched mm. time cop with John Claude Van Damme. I had started it at some point in time and I was going to end it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to fucking end time cop. Cool. So, and time cop ends still feeling, feeling good. So I'm hitting the, like the onset of, you know, Oh, okay. I'm feeling decent here. And then all of a sudden things start getting weird. Now, question though: yeah. Were you drinking with it? Did you have like a beer? No, 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 nothing. Okay, gotcha. So you you were on the one substance. I was on the one one substance, and uh, and to be fair to myself, I hadn't really eaten anything all day. Bad idea. What? Bad idea. Bad, Terrible bad idea. idea. Right. Well, you said it's the best time to take it. You're crazy. You're fucking crazy. I no, no, I gotta yeah, have 100%. something in my stomach. Not take much it. though, because you don't want to like. Go to Chipotle and get a fucking burrito with double meat, and yeah. then it's a lot. It's, it's a lot, but like have something light, get something in your stomach. It said double meat, but what am I looking at? The barbacoa and the chicken? barbacoa with the, <laughs> the with the mix, the barbacoa and the steak. steak. Oh no 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 no! I'll fuck you. Extra guac. Yeah, yeah. yeah no 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 no. <laughs> no no that that'll that'll send you to some other emergencies. Uh, all right, so so I, I start noticing things are weird when I start when the TV's on and you know it, I'm watching whatever at that point maybe the sports center or some shit and I start hearing like static from the TV but I know the TV's like fine so I'm like oh no okay this is new and so I'm feeling alright and then I'm like you know what maybe I should just go to sleep maybe I should just go ahead and sleep it off and then see how I feel tomorrow right so I go upstairs and uh and I, and I, like, I remember walking up the stairs, but then I don't remember what the fuck happened after that. So I walk up the stairs, walk into the bedroom, walk out of the bedroom, into the office, find myself in the office. and like, 
the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> and then, and so what, what I was thinking, I think is I usually take my hoodie off and I usually put it in the office cause that's where our, our closets are. And then that's when it fucking hits me that, Oh no. And then I just start seeing all sorts of just weird shit. And I'm like, Oh no, I, I, I don't know what the fuck this is. I've never experienced anything like this. Um, and so I go into the bedroom and I wake up my uh, significant other and I'm like, look, here's the thing. Um, so I popped one of these here gummies in, um, but I took the whole thing and uh, I need your help right now. And, and so for the rest of the night, um, I proceed to lay in bed, um, afraid to get out of the bed because I'm afraid of what's downstairs. Uh, and so I really wanted to get some water, but I was like, that feels intimidating to go downstairs. So what my significant other does is uh, just tells me, hey, it's all going to be okay. You're all right. You're in the bed and you've got the dogs. You know, the dogs are here. You know, you're, you're, you're fine. She's like, you know what? Let's pop on the office. Something familiar will help mm, center yeah. you. And it did, right? Because every time my mind would start wandering into some fucking crazy... I started questioning my own existence. Like, am I actually here? Like, and where am I somewhere? I, and it just got weird. Uh, and then I would see like Jim and Pam and be like, Oh no, I'm, I'm in the room. The dogs are here. She's here. I'm watching the office. And then like every few minutes I would have to keep recycling that same thought. And it's the only thing that helped me like basically survive the night. Cause I probably, when did you eventually like fall asleep? Like five, 6 AM. Damn. Yeah, I was okay. up for a while, dude. I yeah. was up for a fucking while, dude. When did you wake up the next morning? Maybe like 10. Okay, so you just got a few hours of sleep, not much. Yeah, not How did much, you feel yeah. then? Was it still like... No, I was still, I was still buzzing, but not quite as much, but I was still like... Like you were functional? I was functional, but like coming down a little bit, you know what I mean? I, like I was functional, but still like... Is that cup a cup? I don't know. Let's let's test this out real quick. You know, like I was still, it was still fucking, it wasn't until today really that I felt like myself or I felt back to normal. Never doing that again, dude. I, 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 I say all that to say, I know my fucking limits now. Okay. Um, and what was the, the milligram? Do you remember? Uh, so, uh, 25. Um, okay. so I jumped from 10, which is what I was kind of used to taking to 25. And that was a significant jump for me. Significant. Like, like, I, <laughs> I can't even describe. Dude, I was questioning my existence <laughs> with this with this 15 milligram <laughs> upage. Uh, I was literally like, am I, is my whole life? Like, I, I thought I was in the Matrix. That's you know, it's what crazy because like we've had gummies before. You remember? Yeah. Um, it didn't feel shit. Yeah, those were, if I remember correctly, I think those were like 15 or 20. No, dude, I don't even think I got, I don't even think, I, I, maybe they were really old or some shit. No, they I were didn't. new. I, they were, they were, oh, dude, packages I, didn't even open. I, I didn't saw, feel anything on that. That's why, that's why I had this like non-fear of gummies. I was just like, yeah. Yeah, which is why like, when you told me the story, I was like, I was, uh. I was I was curious as like what it was and how much dose. Dude, you I don't know. We've somebody had... ripped you off or something, but I didn't feel no. Because like when things. we were on, I didn't really like. Because for me, that was a low dosage. Yeah. So like when we when we were taking it, I, I think I like took like two or three, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just gonna feel like nice. Did you and you felt it? Yeah, I, I felt nice, but oh, like okay. very functional. Like you wouldn't really be able to tell. Like you just think like, oh, Rain's just you know joking and laughing and whatnot. Like I usually am, but I just felt. I nice. was there. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, but like, you know, the higher, some of the higher stuff, like the stuff you took, I want to, I'm definitely going to try that because, you know, I want to feel nicer. Fam, 
Uh, I don't know if you do, dude. I, <laughs> no, listen, dangerous territories. Yeah. I'm gonna go for. I'm I'm experimental with like yeah like weed and gummies and whatnot. And I've done shrooms. I've popped a molly. I haven't done like ecstasy or anything like that. I haven't done any of the hard stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah, listen. I'm gonna give it a try, and, I, and on the next episode, we'll see. Uh, I'll report Yikes. back. All right. Um, but this does remind me of like some of those movies where you just see people just getting high as fuck, like all the fucking time. And I wonder, is that what they're searching for? Because if it is, why? Why is this the feeling that you're chasing? Like this is terrible. Like what? I was, I was so afraid that it was like my whole fear was based in it was it was never going to end. Like this is just my life now. I'm yeah. just, <laughs> <laughs> Which is this crazy is that it. like your your our minds as like intelligent as we are as yeah. like reasonable as we are saying all right you know i took a drug like you know i'm high right now this thing is gonna end it's not gonna be forever like when you're actually on the thing you're just no, like Yo, this, this is, is gonna it. last forever <laughs> dude so so i started thinking about like fucking um you know different movies and shows that you know people just got high all the fucking time like um so thinking about like stuff like breaking bad right mm-hmm. uh and people doing all this meth and shit uh i've never done meth in my life never will um I can't imagine that. Does meth have hallucinogenic properties? Um, I'm sure it does. I it, it can't not because <laughs> like w- then why is everybody who's on meth like just so fucking fucked up and crazy? I don't know. Um, it, it's got to do something to you. <laughs> um. But you know, you, you think about shows like Breaking Bad or uh, shows like power right and i guess maybe it's a lesser it's about uh, that's more about selling drugs than it is about yeah. doing drugs um so you guys uh, you, you or like both, euphoria yeah right both you and addy asked me this question one time we were talking about like my um my girlfriend's like favorite movies right mm-hmm. so i think probably the most um the, the movie I think to think towards the most when I think about like drug movies is mm-hmm. uh Requiem of, For, a, uh, of a dream, yeah. Requiem of a Dream. Yeah. And then there's the movie You know, that's that's actually on my list of movies. I, I remember watching it way back in the day. But before I like cared about <laughs> like understanding movies and shit. Yeah. Um uh, and so I like I barely remember the movie uh, so I've always meant to go back and like watch that again. But I, for some reason I'm fearful of. I don't know, it just seems like very bleak. Um, it was, I didn't love it. Okay. But what, what didn't you love about it? Just um, the way it was like directed or like literally like the content? No, I mean, I thought the acting was great. So Marlon yeah. Wayne's, you've got a, a young Marlon Jared Wayne's, Leto. young Jared Leto, yeah. a great cast surrounding the two. Um, you've got a young, what's that woman's name? It's that, uh, yeah, wasn't it, uh, is it Claire Danes? No, or no, it wasn't Claire Danes. When you say her this? name, I'm going to fucking know. Uh, Kira Knightley. Nope. Uh, Con- Conley. Jennifer Connelly. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Young oh, Jennifer yeah, yeah. Connelly. Jennifer Connelly yeah. um, so, I mean, great cast, great storyline, great acting, um, great cinematography. The movie for me, just like, I, I guess like I didn't, it didn't resonate with me. Mm, okay. um, so, but I, I think it's still a, a really good film. I yeah, definitely yeah. recommend you watch it. Yeah. Um, the other one I think too is a movie with Johnny Depp, Fearing Lo- Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I yeah, think that, that is was just a, trippy. Yeah, I think that's the ultimate like druggy, drug trippy movie of all time. Like yeah, yeah. they're literally just high the entire film. I guess uh, Cheech and Chong too. But Cheech and Chong, yeah, but like they're 
Cheech Chong are like weed high. I think weed yeah. high is very different like than like, like yeah, exactly yeah. high. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, all that to say, man. Um, yeah, I've never done that again. That was terrifying. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, I think well, you got to do it again. No, 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 no. I'll, 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 I'll dabble again, but not clearly like not at that dosage. I will, I will literally, very literally, lose my mind if, if listen. That, it's if only a bad decision if you only do it once. Wait, what? Who did Listen, you, if you, did, it makes you, sense if you, you don't think about it Dr. too much. Feel a Phil and, and <laughs> Feel. Yeah. I actually did watch that. It was on Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Um, did you watch Doctor Phil and he gave you that? that Listen, quaint you gotta advice? do it twice, okay? The first time you might be like, "Oh, that was terrible." Then the second yeah. time you're like, "You know what? Like, I, I can do this." It's like uh, like like when you have sushi for the first time. The first mm. time you're probably like, oh, I don't like it, and then you're like, yeah. "You know what? I actually let me try that again." And the second time you're like. This is amazing. Yeah, this is what like people like Ted Bundy said. This is like, you know what? Come on, that first your first person. kill. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was all right, but it's not real until you yeah. do it the second time. You know, that's when you really feel it. You know, it's, no, take your time next time. Stab her slow, <laughs> yeah. like Jesus, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Um, but anyways, that that was a very interesting uh, experience that I had. First and only time that I think I want to experience it in like that. I, I, I'm cool with you know just a mellow high. You know, uh, shout out to my man Cam. He 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 would always you know, I, given that I don't know shit about drugs, uh, he would always just say like you know you got your 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 body high and then you got your head high. You got to kind of decide which one you want and that'll guide you to whatever one works for you. Yeah, yeah. just give me the body shit. The mind shit will fucking make me lose my mind. So. I think you just got to do something else next time. Like mm-hmm. instead of like watching a movie, like whenever like whenever I'm smoking or if I'm on some gummies or doing whatever yeah i just put on some like lo-fi lo-fi beats and just like chill just listen to music and just chill yeah like again like so that sounds like a very good plan but the problem is is i i was not expecting what happened and and honestly i wouldn't like even if i knew the thing was coming i don't think i want that much of it right like Mm. i don't like i i never liked being like feeling like i'm not necessarily out of control but that I Listen, can't. I don't have a good. I urge you going. try it one more time. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, in the safety of your home yeah. with someone else around yeah, dude, you. I couldn't imagine being at like a party or something like that, and to have something like that happen, bruh. Yeah, that would not at, be like a, a work party oh, on like no. Christmas Eve. You touch the boss' wife's ass or something like that, dude. Yeah, that would be a terrible experience, dude. Because I, when you when you watch all these movies, or you watch like Project X, and you watching like people just getting high and drunk and doing all this other shit, but if people are on something that they either didn't ever experience before or uh, aren't quite ready for the for the amount that they're given, that's a recipe for disaster, dude. Because it's like, yo, if I wasn't in the comfort and safety of my own home i would have lost my shit i just lost my mind yeah 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 always if yeah. you try anything for the first time gotta be at home next time again play some music like your favorite album yeah you know have a gummy chill list just listen to your favorite like one or two albums great night yeah yeah you're, you're okay listen if you say I'm so giving you great advice here <laughs> yeah. sure uh okay let, let's jump into some headlines real quick uh we, we've gone through my uh uh crazy escapades um look uh talking about some some news and we'll make it brief i only got this one um so uh word is passed down that we're getting uh some additions to christopher nolan's new movie uh i don't think it, I don't, i'm not sure if necessary this is the actual title but it's going by the working title oppenheimer at least that's what people are calling it in in various articles um and uh and so we got word that 
so he's already has uh, uh, Killian Murphy starring in the in the lead role, mm-hmm. and also um, Emily Blunt. Um, I'm sure playing some sort of supporting role. Uh, but we just got news that Robert Downey Jr. as well as Matt Damon will also be in the film. This is turning into quite the cast. Yeah, let's put it together a stellar cast here. Yeah. I mean, this is like uh, the fucking. This is like the Heat. What are we dealing with? Heat. What two thousand. 11, 2012, somewhere around there, right? This feels like oh, the heat. You're talking about the Miami heat. Yeah. Okay, I'm thinking you're talking about the film heat, which also that had a too. cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know which heat you were going All with. All the heats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a, this is a fire cast. Um, now, the thing I will caution is even if you do assemble a great cast, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a great movie, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we're going to find out with the Eternals, right? Like, that's what they did in the reviews uh, thus far from the critics' reviews have not been stellar thus far. Yeah. Um, but I would say that's that's even, that's even different than this. That's like a Marvel movie, right? Mm-hmm. And so it, it, you're going to have your Marvel shit in there. We don't even know what the fuck, the, other than being about uh, Oppenheimer, the dude who, uh, I guess, was involved in creating the, the atom bomb, um, I don't really know any specifics about what the fuck's going on in this movie. There's like some level of expectation with, with, you know, the Eternals. Yeah. This, no idea what the yeah. fuck is I mean, I think with Christopher Nolan, there's a level of expectation here that you're going to get some like great storytelling. This is like, I, I, I could, if this is about the atom bomb, I'm sure there's going to be some like a uh, espionage element or, um, a spy, maybe another spy thriller. That's like the, the genre he's been, uh, or I think he's best known for, I think that is what I'm expecting but like I think with Christopher Nolan you always get something just a little bit different Um, and with this cast here whatever that difference might be whatever the secret sauce might be I mean this group looks like they're going to be able to pull it off on paper at least Um, so yeah I mean I I saw this earlier this week Robert Downey Jr. love Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Matt Damon you know whether you love Matt Damon or hate Matt Damon I think he has a stellar resume do you love him if I had to pick, I would go love just based off of the Jason Bourne or the Bourne mm, saga. Okay. Um, I also think he was great. I've seen him in great in a lot of other movies. I really enjoyed uh, the Adjustment Bureau. Um, I thought the Adjustment Bureau. Uh, it's a, it's a it's kind of a hokey movie a little bit, but I still yeah, fucking I, like, I, it. Like, I it. like it. Yeah, I like you know it. I, mean? um, I like it. It's 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 kind of silly, and but I like. Was it. was was he in Brokeback Mountain? No, that was that was uh, uh, Gyllenhaal and uh, Ledger. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. I mean, again, you know, Matt Damon. He's he's got a good body of work, whether you love him or hate him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I think I, I more like him than I do dislike. Uh, there there has been some clunkers in there where like District Nine. Uh, I think he was yeah, in that District, right. No, no, not District Nine. It what was, was the one where uh, he had the suit on? He was. A, yeah. Fuck. What was that movie called? Um. But uh, but I know what movie you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, didn't really care for that one. Although I didn't. Uh, Elysium was it Elysium yes 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 something like that right Elysium Uh, Elysium. yeah you know what I think Um, that movie was actually uh, it was and we're gonna get to this later Eminem was supposed to star in that film but he turned down that role Good for him. He he knew what the fuck he was doing. His agent was on point. He was like, like, yeah, that shit seems silly. I'm recording the recovery album right now. It's going to fly, but I'm probably still going to make more money than and fare better than Matt Damon did in that film. Yeah, yeah. Not a very good movie. Oh, this is why he turned it down, because he wanted the film to take place in Detroit. But logistically, they couldn't. <laughs> they were like, "No, why would yeah. we do that? <laughs> why would we take it to that fucking desolate 
town called Detroit. Now, granted, no. you wouldn't have to do much like set design or much CGI because like the city is already destroyed and in shambles. Yeah, somebody from Detroit is going to run like up on us. They were just like, you know what? The, the, the director was just like, I just don't want to be in Detroit. Like, let's go film in, <laughs> let's go film in South even Africa. Offer him like a good excuse. Yeah, just, like, I just don't want to be there. Like, just <laughs> something about it. Just, just don't like driving. Vibe, then you got to turn left. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, let's just fly to South Africa and film yeah, there. For you six know, we months. got these set designers. We need to actually have them doing work. We can't just pay them for nothing, okay? So yeah. we got to actually have them. <laughs> that was literally yeah, that, that was in the union contract. Like they got to do something. <laughs> um so uh so yeah, I I, I can I can take most uh, of what uh, Damon's done. Um but yeah, anyways, uh, uh interesting news. Uh this is shaping up to be a really really fucking um interesting movie. Uh it, at least as far as the cast goes. We'll see uh you know if we if we um get any sort of more news on the actual uh, synopsis for the film um a question have you watched army of thieves yet? yes how was it very good very very good whoa right, let's pump our brakes was it very good or just kind of not terrible it was it was charming it was witty it was fun to watch uh, so here's what i know your tell is for when something is kind of just, I don't have a tell you do have a tell uh, I go to Vegas right now I don't have a tell <laughs> when something is just okay but you're trying to like kind of size it up a little bit no I really like this whenever movie whenever you call something charming uh, word of advice to anybody who's listening to the podcast whenever <laughs> Arane says something's charming it means it's not very good but he's trying to speak good of it no no you know why because uh, one of my favorite movies One Fine Day that was a charming movie. One fine day. Uh, one fine day. Was that with? Uh, I think this was Anne with. Uh, no, no, no. This is with. Um, one fine day. Uh, fucking eyebrows guy. There's a lot of eyebrows guys. That um, here's Johnny, Anthony that Davis. guy. Uh, fucking. Uh, oh, Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yes, and uh, I forget the the actress he who played along. Again. Oh, uh, Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yes. Yeah. Very nice movie. Very charming movie. Yeah. One of my favorite movies. It was mm. so simple. Like sometimes it is like the simplest thing that has it like a charm to it that mm. like makes it good. And I think what's really good about Army of Thieves, and, and mostly it was the uh, the main actor. I think his name is uh, Matthias. Uh, what's his name? Hold on. It's like Math. He's got a fucking. In the movie, he had a fucking hard to pronounce name. In real life, he has a hard to pronounce name. I'm not even gonna try this second shit. It's some like it's some. It's the name of like a furniture piece at IKEA. <laughs> Uh, so I'm just gonna call him Matthias. He was he's he's funny, he's sharp, he's witty, his character's charming, the storyline was charming, his like you know, his his this like you're watching these two people fall in love. Uh, uh, Gwendolyn, who uh, who's played by uh Natalie Emmanuel, who we know from Game of Thrones. It's just a really nice, fun movie to watch. And it has like those elements of like it's funny here, you get a little bit of action there, you have some laughs there. I really like this movie actually. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I haven't. Uh, I saw it on Netflix the other day, and I was tempted to watch it. Then I was like, "Well, let me watch something I'll, I know I'll probably like." Yeah. Shout um, out to Ruby O'Fee. She um, uh, she plays the character Karina in this movie. It's hard. There's no way you don't come out of this movie thinking like that might be one of my favorite characters. Hmm. Okay. Um, I might check it out. Uh, does it lead, does it lend to like? I, and I know it's supposed to be basically like a prequel to uh, Army of, not the Dead, Army of. No, it's Army of the Dead. Is it Army of the Dead? Yeah. Why does it feel like we've already had that title before? Zack Snyder. I think we have. Is it a remake? It's not a remake. I think it's just, just it just 
<laughs> just still smith the same title. title. Yeah. <laughs> Way to think outside the box there, Zach. Um, but uh, does it lend itself to like a, another sequel to the to the series? Um, no, no, no. I think it's a true prequel. Like you uh, know, okay. it, the the story from this film leads directly into what we got in Army of the Dead. Gotcha. Um, and I I, I love that about it. Like it didn't leave anything. Like there was no there were no gaps. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So anywho, uh, so yeah, that, that's all the headlines or some of the headlines uh, from from this week. Uh, with that being said, I think we're gonna check out a trailer here. Um, so uh, the first trailer we're gonna check out. Um, this is a spinoff off of the Mandalorian. Um, uh, we get the book of Boba Fett. Um, so uh, basically, it's basically about Boba Fett doing some dope shit. That's essentially the premise That's uh, it. for this this here uh, show uh, that we're going to get on Disney+. Plus. Um, I tried to look up who the actual creator of the show or, show, or who he, he, at least the showrunner of the show was. Couldn't figure that out. But I think John Favreau was uh, involved in some type of way. But it was kind of hard for me to decipher who um, who was actually the showrunner. Um, uh, Tamira, uh, Tamira uh, Morrison, I believe, is playing Boba Fett. But I could also have that wrong. Ming Na Wen uh, also stars, uh, as well as uh, Jennifer Beals. Um, what's what's who's Justin Timberlake's wife? Jessica Beale. Okay. Jessica Beale. Okay, so that's something completely different. Um, also, they spell it different ways. Um, and also, her name's Jennifer, not Jessica. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. So I digress. <laughs> a huge difference. Everything is different. Uh, this is uh, supposed to drop uh, December 29th of this year. Year, dude. This year is fucking cruising by like just yesterday I, I, it was like january and we we're just bringing in a new year dude so i think there are seven weeks six or seven weeks left in all of 2021 that's fucking crazy. does that make you happy sad or indifferent um the further we get from 2020 i feel like we're in a good place <laughs> but we're but it, it doesn't that i think that's why this year has felt like it's gone by so fast is because it just felt like a continuation of 2020 yeah no one's going to remember 2021 cuz it's going to be like there was 2020, 2020 and then and then 2022 it. when we were finally out of this shit hopefully I, i'm not i don't even think that i think like basically like the first half of this decade is basically just 2020 Maybe, yeah. I think. Listen, however they write the history books, I just don't think twenty twenty one. No one's gonna. What happened in twenty twenty one? Irrelevant. That year. like anyone really cares about. Yeah, they're just gonna call it twenty twenty part two. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gonna be like you know Tom Brady won a Super Bowl without Belichick, and yeah. then what other like dope shit happened? Well, Trump got out of office. Supposedly. Yeah, but like that's not even that exciting. It's like <laughs> we knew that was gonna happen. Now twenty twenty four, we'll see what happens then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fuck, fuck twenty twenty one. I'm ready for and twenty twenty two sounds better. How? It looks it looks cooler. Twenty twenty one is just so long to say. Twenty twenty two, that feels good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's just watch the fucking trailer. This guy's drunk. Not off a of Guinness. Eight legged freaks. I am not a bounty hunter. I've heard otherwise. I know that you sit on the throne of your former employer. Jabba ruled with fear. 
I intend to rule with respect. You were all once captains under Jabba the Hutt. I'm here to make a proposal that's mutually beneficial. Why speak of conflict when cooperation can make us all rich? What prevents us all from killing you and taking what we want? If you had spoken such insolence to Java, he'd have fed you to his menagerie. Please, speak freely. Fuck with it a little bit. Listen, I mean, I'm here for it. I didn't even need the trailer. Just like, release it. I'm well, here. It's coming in December, so it's it's coming really close. That's that's uh, a couple of months away. Um, but uh, what I what, and I, I kind of read this a little bit, so I cheated a little bit. But uh, it still doesn't take away from the fact of its truth. Um, uh, it is. It does give you kind of like Godfather vibes, right? Where you know you you've got sort of the head uh, of all the families. And he's trying to pull everybody together. And I'm like, look, why are we beefing? Yeah. Let's make some cash, you know? Um, so it's kind of tight. I like that how they're... T- but here's the thing that I'm hoping, right? And I'm ready for, for all the smoke that, that comes with this. I know people love the Mandalorian. I, I get it. It looks it looks great. There, there's just no doubt uh, about that. But Mandalorian looks great. Pedro Pascal, great actor. Yeah, he set actor. the bar high yeah even though he only acted in precisely 12 percent of it i'm joking i don't know how much he actually he just, acted it, was, he, it was just his voice right he <laughs> wasn't even his voice most was, of the time <laughs> he did it mostly over like a zoom call that yeah, was yeah, it for sure yeah yeah they just they just tweaked the settings of zoom they're like look i think yeah. you're good audio was crisp you know <laughs> good for that um uh great looking show the plot is a hot steaming pile of shit I defy anybody to tell me what the fuck the Mandalorian is about, except for Baby Yoda. Tell me what else we're dealing with in the Mandalorian that's like coherent. You put me on the spot. I can't do it right now. Exactly. But no, no, no. Because you know why you can't come up with it? Because there isn't a plot to it. It's I mean, just about Baby most Yoda. Most of the times, it's hard. Like you got to really think about like, all right, what was like the thing? What was the storyline? Was it just like? Uh, kinship, but this what you're watching is like this kinship yeah, and, between two uh, for those who are wondering, friends. That is a dog barking. My dog's currently losing his shit or her shit because somebody's we gave the, the dog a yeah, gummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's tripping the fuck out. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yo, what would I, I'm clearly that's dog abuse, but Jesus, or is what it? Happen? Yes, what the fuck? Why don't pets deserve to get high too? No, they do. Like, if, if a dog does, like, see what I'm saying. The same spot where it got yours. Yeah, they sell the exact same stuff for dogs. No, no, no. I but, but I'm assuming that those are for dogs who are like in pain. Yeah, or like yeah. No, if you just if your dog's just walking around being normal and shit, and you give him a gummy, happy dog, happy dog, my ass. Dog will be like, take, what? Take the him to the dog fuck? park. Holy shit, his life will change. <laughs> it's too bright outside. Turn the lights off. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, 
but anyways, I'm sorry, you were you're describing uh, or, or talking about. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, uh, again, Mandalorian on the surface might seem like an unlikely kinship between the Mandalorian and who now becomes a protector of Baby Yoda. And they go on this, like, awesome journey across space and time. Who the fuck knows, space right? Space and time. <laughs> yeah, I just do. It just sounded cooler to say space and time. <laughs> There's no time travel in this show. Oh, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm spitballing here. Yeah, um what I like about this Boba Fett trailer is it seems because when you think about Boba Fett from like the original Star Wars movies and cartoons and shows, whatever you're familiar with, um, you remember like the action, the fighting. He was just like fierce warrior, right? And I think what it looks like we're going to get in this show is maybe in like an older Boba Fett who is now stepped into like a position yeah, of prominence. I really do wonder what time period. And I, 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 since this is, I guess, a spinoff of The Mandalorian, I think Boba Fett was in The Mandalorian, I yeah. think season three. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I assume it's from the same time period. I assume it's not yeah. like... And ju- ju- judging by like the, the actor um, who is playing Boba Fett, like obviously this is like someone in their um, 30s, 40s, whatever it may be. And it seems like what we're going to get is like... You, you, they're going to explain how he became Boba Fett, right? But what we're going to get is the story of like, now that he's arrived and he is this like well-known, respected, fierce warrior becoming this leader, how does he now play like the political game yeah. while still making heads roll if if needed? I'd be, I'd be great if they just turned this into basically just like a mob movie, but with fucking bounty hunters, Star Wars bounty hunters. I'd be, I'd love it. I, I just want Could a be. plot that doesn't center around one central, like, objective. Or that's the wrong way because I think all movies <laughs> or shows center around basically just like one main objective. But it was like all we got was just him, uh, the Mandalorian, trying to protect Baby Yoda, and that was very literally the only plot to <laughs> the Mandalorian. Maybe every episode, the episode, you might get something cool in there. But really, it was kind of boring and stupid, uh, unless they were talking about Baby Yoda and, and the Mandalorian. Yeah, but that got boring after like season one. You're crazy, man. How's that? I, I, how am I crazy? Because um, yes, while he was like, he was like on this like unwanted journey, right? He didn't want to like he didn't want this job, but it's like this 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 thing chose you, right? You are the person who can do this, and now you have to become the thing. Right, you have to become the this protector of this child who, um, you know, you didn't want any part of this to begin with, and then you see him eventually become that thing, and and you see them go through a lot of these like uh, trials together and and grow from it, and their relationship grows. And yeah, blah, that, blah, that's blah. like one season worth of storyline that they stretched out to three. Pro- yes, you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we could wrap that up. But in it a was hot- a great three. Yeah, we we could wrap that up in a hot ten, hot ten episodes. We could we could have got that in. Yeah, they do um, what Dragon Ball Z does, where like Goku yeah. is powering up for like four episodes. <laughs> On the next episode of Dragon Ball Z, basically the same shit you watch in this episode. Yeah, but you know more, of just it. more. Of- <laughs> That's it. But visually, it was great to watch. Was visually fantastic. There's yeah. no doubt about that. They they created a world, uh, an atmosphere that was fantastic, and it seems like it's carrying over into, um, uh, the the book of Boba Fett. But uh, I just want I just want a different story. I want you to mix it up for me. Like even if you do have one central story, give me something else in it. That's especially if you're going to have multiple seasons of the show. Give me something else 
as well. Don't just give me one storyline through three seasons of a show and be like, but you love it, right? No, I don't fucking love it. Just give me something. Do something. Be creative. <laughs> do some other shit. Um, and so I, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do for season four of The Mandalorian. Um, but I, I would assume since the way season three ended, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to figure some shit out. But anyways, the book of Boba Fett looks dope. Yeah, uh, and, I, and I like I, the I like what um what uh Luke uh, is Lucas Lucas films right? Yeah, that, that's but like Star they Wars sold, sure. but they still go by Lucas films because George Lucas no longer owns Lucas films. Yeah, the, the name is still Lucas films. But, yeah, uh, but this I was, is, made, I was it's making a sure. Disney property. Though, yeah, yeah, Disney property. Sure. Um, I like everything that they're doing what is the other project um featuring uh, it's my favorite one of my favorite people on the planet oh um oh, rosario dawson yes listen um, uh uh the akosha uh, akosha and I, and I went back and actually watched the uh the star wars uh the clone wars mm-hmm. dope dude dope uh, i didn't i haven't gotten to finish it yet uh but i back when we talked about and i and I might be mispronouncing your name, but I think it's Akaso. No, it's Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was basically uh, Anakin's apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, you got to see them go on a lot of like different journeys and adventures and shit like that. It was it was honestly kind of dope. Yeah. And uh, in that series, we're going to get the uh, return of Hayden Christensen as Anakin. I yeah. Believe. I don't think he's going to be like in it, in it, though. He's going he's gonna to do like a little cameo. A little, little touch, a little dropping. Throw the deuces up yeah. and then, you know, be out. I, ho- I hope we get a little bit more than that. I like Hayden Christen- Christensen Yo, as people, an actor. People, people hate on him. Hate on him so much Hard. for Star Wars. But he wasn't the bad thing about Star Wars. No. You could argue his performance in Attack of the Clones was not great, right? Yeah, I'll admit that. But I loved him in Revenge of the Sith. I thought it was, I thought he he did a great job. The problem was kind of just, and not even the story, but the execution of the story. I think is uh, shout out to my man Dan. Um, but we kind of talk about this all the time, where uh, the bones of the story were there. It's just. They just did it in a very kind of just silly and almost kind of like comical way. But yeah, anyways, not, to, yeah. not to go, but I think to, that's the best way know. to put it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you know, all the things that they're doing at Disney and Lucasfilms with these like Star Wars um, uh, spinoffs, like I like it. You know, they got some great shit coming out. They got Andor coming out. They got um, Rangers of the New Republic coming out. Well, I I wonder. Oh, they're doing a new uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. That's being oh really a remake. Nice. Did you ever play Knights of the Old Republic? No. One might be my favorite game of all time. Really? Might be. It's I've high up there. It. It's high up there. Um, I absolutely love that game. The game came out by, by, back in like 2002, 2001, somewhere around there. Yeah. I think. Just when you started, like, just when you thought Star Wars was like slowing down with their shit, these motherfuckers are sweet. Well, up. they got to do a new trilogy. That's going to be the big thing. I feel like that's what it's all. It feels like this is a, they're building up momentum to something, right? Uh, and so I assume at some point in the near decade um we're gonna get uh we're gonna get a new trilogy um who knows it's probably not gonna be about the skywalkers or it might just involve them just a little bit um but i it's almost guaranteed that we're gonna get some sort of new trilogy and i think that that's what they're building towards it feels like with each show that they do that they're trying to build an expectation and they're trying to set the, the the groundwork um, for for something. Yeah, something and it might else. be with all these little individual spinoffs, right? You got Mandalorian, you got Boba Fett, you got Andor, you got Ahsoka, and then like just like what they did with uh, in the MCU, where you had like Iron Man and Captain yeah. America, and you got all yeah, these different storylines. Yeah, and then at a certain point, they all converge. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. What if they do some sort of Avengers sort of uh, 
Uh, where you get Boba, you get Mandalorian, yeah. you get Ahsoka, Ahsoka back. You get now Ando. they've all been in kind of. So Ahsoka was in the Mandalorian. In the Mandalorian, so was Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. So they've already sort of had. But what if they come out with like sort of like a, uh, uh, not the Avengers, but the uh, who's the shit on on Netflix that they try to do? Um, the defenders. The defenders. Yeah, yeah which yeah. turned out Ooh. to be lame as shit. <laughs> Yo, we were I all so excited no. for that and were massively disappointed. I, there I, I haven't been I, many times in my life when I've been that disappointed. <laughs> and like I've, you know, we I've had some ups and downs in my life. Yeah. I've been let down before, hung out to dry, but not like the way they Yo, did. Yo, we were already after Dare because I think that was after Daredevil season two when that I, I might be getting the timeline fucked up, but it was we got Jessica Jones that popped. We got uh uh. I mean, um, Luke Cage. I Luke thought Cage. Luke Cage season three. I thought that shit was fire. Yeah, or, or the, what? That would have been at that point. I think that was the first season of Luke Cage. Um, had, had aired the, at that point. By the time the Defenders came out, yeah, mm. I think only season one of Luke Cage. So we were still. I hadn't even. I haven't even watched season two of Luke Cage. But I hear that there's a little bit of a drop off from 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 season one. Yeah, um, season two was garbage. And then we got three fucking Iron Fist. And when Iron Fist came out, that's when everybody's like. Oh, uh, all right okay oh uh, yeah. that was a that miss. movie that was, was a miss or that dog, show or that show was yeah. dog shit fuck yeah. that show um so when the defenders came out we were all ready we were like yes yes and then we watched it and we're like no no yeah what went wrong everything that, the, the that might be a whole other conversation yeah that, that really is an entire other conversation um yeah it was just garbage um but hopefully uh, they, they might be building towards something better uh, than that uh, with, with this whole sort of Star Wars um, interconnected universe here. Uh, but with that being said, we'll jump to our next trailer. Um, so uh, we actually already reviewed the, I think, initial trailer, which was, I guess, more of a teaser uh, for this. But we're, we're going to check out uh, uh, the second trailer for Morbius, uh, which is about biochemist Michael Morbius, who tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. This is directed by Daniel Espinoza uh, and stars a one Jared Leto, Matt Smith, uh, Adria uh, Adrona, and Tyrese. Of all people, Tyrese Gibson. Uh, you can't get rid of him. No, you can't. Um, Baby boy. <laughs> uh, this comes out January 28th of 2022. Um, I, I've recently gone back, and not recently, but maybe a few months ago, watched the uh, Spider-Man, the animated series. Mm-hmm. First of all, fire. Still holds up. Love it. Absolutely, right? Yeah. I, and, but I did go, you know, obviously watch the uh, storyline of Morbius and I'm not going to lie to you. Not going to lie. Kind of fire. I remember it being a little lame when I was a kid, but then I went back and watched it. I was like, it's kind of slaps because he's not really like a hero, but also he's not a villain either. Something yeah, weird. He's, you're like your, your anti-hero, right? But he's not even kind of like an anti-hero. He's just a dude who's just trying to survive. At least that, that's what it was in the, in the series. Um, and he's, but he's not like good or bad. He's yeah. just trying to survive. And so it's like, you can't, at least the way they set him up is like you can't really blame him. I mean, he's turned out the way he did, but or at least maybe and maybe I'm remembering it incorrectly, but it just wasn't. I don't know. It just wasn't your straightforward bad guy, good guy sort of yeah. situation with him. Let's fighting. watch this trailer. Then I have a thought as <clears> like <throat> where Marvel may be going with this. Boom, or where Sony's going with it. I guess Sony. Yeah, yeah. Light us up. <laughs> 
need a doctor? <laughs> I am a doctor. I should have died years ago. People all over the world have my disease. I'm here. To find a cure, we have to push the boundaries, take the risks. If you're gonna run, do it now. Morbius, you've been missing for two months. When you're a stranger, then you were found on a container ship that washed up off a Long Island. Faces look ugly when you're alone. Johnny! What did you do to yourself, Doctor? I wish I knew. I went from dying to being more alive than ever. It worked. Not exactly. I have increased strength and speed and some form of bat radar. What else can I do? There are limits. There has to be. There's something inside of me. To hunt and consume blood. Michael, when you're strange, and you control it, I don't know. Half the city wants to kill you. We haven't had anything this good since that thing in San Francisco. The other half wants to control you. Hey, uh, Dr. Mike, you and I should stay in touch. I'd do anything to save a life. But I don't know what I'm capable of. You save lives, you don't take them. Are you here to heal the world? Or to destroy it? It's Dr. Michael Morbius at your service. So Morbius. obviously a couple Venom references here, right? Spider-Man refer references? Yeah. Um, we haven't had anything weird. We haven't had anything like this since that thing in San Francisco. Venom, at the end of their, at the trailer, he says, like, I am Venom, right? Um, the Spider-Man reference, I didn't catch that one. Well, for one, Spider-Man, like, it was like a poster or something like that for Spider-Man. Mm. But then also Michael Keaton, who played... Uh, uh, Vulture, I believe. Mm -hmm. I believe, yeah, he played Vulture in um, Spider-Man: uh, Homecoming. Um, he was in the the he he's in the movie. Um, uh, okay, and I'm I assuming didn't... that he's playing Vulture again because yeah, uh, in in the Spider-Man verse, whatever fuck you want to call it, uh, uh, Vulture is in jail, and so it makes sense that if maybe the Morbius is going to jail, then. You know, yeah, they might intersect the, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so theory, if you if you're familiar with the uh, Spider-Man animated series, and I'm glad you brought that up, right? So in Spider-Man, we've got in the animated series, we've got Spider-Man who is somewhat trying to capture, or catch Morbius, or stop him, right? 
Um, but at the same time, to your point, Spider-Man knows that Morbius is not like he he's someone who's dealing with something and he's trying to like overcome that thing. He's trying to cure that thing. And I think in the in this cartoon, Morbius is in love with not Mary Jane, but um, there's another female character throughout the Spider-Man yeah, series. Uh, not Mary Jane. Um, fuck, what's her name? Gwen. Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Yeah, I believe so. so. I think they have a relationship. So. Um, so there's some intersection there, right? But we know that there's an upcoming Blade movie, and in the animated series, Blade is hunting Morbius. So I'm hoping that down the road what we're going to get is like some intersection there, right? We're going to see Morbius intersect with Spider-Man and then we're going to see Blade come in as this, um, not yeah. villain, but like as the person hunting Morbius. Shit. If we're sitting in the middle of the fucking theater and then all of a sudden at the end of the movie, it's Marshall Ali just shows up with a fucking sword or some shit. Yeah. I will shit my pants. <laughs> Early prediction. I could be wrong. I Holy hope I'm shit. right. But if that does happen, then it'll follow the comic books. Pretty I don't, I don't closely. think it will though. And this is the reason why I think Sony is trying to distance itself from the MCU. So I think they're trying to create their own sort of interconnected universe, which uh, has Venom Spider-Man uh, in it. And I think that this last movie that we're going to get from Spider-Man um, far from home or no way home uh, is essentially a sort of like, because remember they did that deal where basically they were like, all right, we'll bring Spidey back for like one more movie that is a part of this deal where we we sort of do it together but i think they're trying to create their own interconnected universe apart from the mcu so that's why i don't think that yeah uh, i mean even if we just get morbius and like and maybe in the morbius film that introduces blade who we know is coming out in 2023 i believe mm -hmm. um i think that'll be a great segue because we've seen could be we've seen movies where blade is hunting vampires before right yeah. we've got three I think he, of those like in in the actual animated cartoon I, I i'm pretty sure that blade actually did hunt morbius yeah, um, yeah he i know for a fact he did yeah. and like so in the original three blade films with um wesley snipes we've got him hunting like your everyday common vampires and then in like blade two go back and watch that tonight yeah, I'll watch listen, blade i've se i've seen the original blade movie at least might even watch blade two i don't know i might say two 12 times one of my favorite movies um, but we count. have blade hunting vampires as we know them to be right morbius yep. is clearly something else and in the cartoon i really loved that whole like hunt because yeah. to your point morbius isn't like he's not a true villain yeah um and blade is blade knows that so it's like i'm hunting you i want to stop you but i know that like you're you're not as evil as you seem to be yeah so they had this like weird relationship. Yeah. If it, if it weren't for that, the whole Morbius venom and Spider-Man to obviously half an extent, if, if they weren't all Sony properties, yeah, then I would think that, that, that would be fucking, that could be a possibility that might actually happen. But because one is, uh, Disney and Marvel, the other is Sony. I, I don't think that's likely, but I, I thought blade was a Sony property though. No, no, it's it's, it's, it's it's solely it's, owned by Marvel. It's yeah, I believe he's he's just a Marvel property at this point. Um, uh, but but it's it's such a shame, man, because this is like yo, we're like, together, guys. Yo, like yeah, like whether we like to admit it or not, we're fucking we're we're in this shit together, you know. Yeah, we um, see like 
clothing brands and sneaker brands team up all the time, right? Yeah. The Nike collaboration with Balenciaga, or what we saw recently, just Balenciaga just stole Asics design, but that's a whole other story. But like we see, um, you know, we see like. Uh, clothing brands and footwear brands team up all the time to do a project. You know, Little Baby and Little Dirk drop an album together. Like, let's fucking put some of these <laughs> Sony and Marvel just work together. Stop worrying about who gets you know the check first. Just put together, put out great shit. Because oh, when you're talking about millions of dollars, I feel like people are like, oh yeah, we well, care very it, much. In <laughs> this case, billions. Um, but they need care to work together because yeah, yeah. there's so many there's so well, many great stories they could tell exactly that aren't being told so, because of contract. So I think that's part of the problem right is is that the shit that people really fucking want to see it has everybody in it right like so for instance we were basically robbed of getting a true infinity war showdown where like fucking the x-men and everybody was in it right yeah because of just dumb fucking you know uh rights shit you know it, it, it just boiled down to who had the rights and at that time it was I guess Fox but Fox ended up getting snatched up by uh, Disney anyways so it didn't yeah. even fucking matter <laughs> um, uh, but it would have been great if we could really see because uh, you know in, in um, I, I, the comics I believe and somebody obviously can correct me if I'm wrong but I believe uh, Wolverine is the person who gave Thanos the fucking cuts on on his on his face. The scars on his face mm-hmm. were from Wolverine's claws, you know. Yeah. And so when you when you have like shit like that, it would be fire to yeah. see that. On also, the big Wolverine screen. and Captain America are great friends. They were in the army together. They like they went through a lot together. And like, yeah. there's a huge intersection between like a lot of those characters and the X Men characters. But yeah, you're right. Contract differences. Who gets how much money who own, whose name or logo comes first bullshit like that makes it so that we don't get the stories we should get it's yeah. like a Mayweather and Pacquiao fight and like yeah, we should have got it when they were young we got it we were all just like Ugh. now they're 50 yeah. and it's like I still want to see him fight, but like I wish yeah, I would have got it twenty yeah. years ago. Fucking fighting with like their dentures and shit. Like, yeah, this isn't doesn't quite hit as 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 no, hard. It, they don't quite hit it as was hard. Ten milligrams. That was about ten milligrams. If we would have saw them like maybe six years earlier, oh. twenty five milligrams. Oh yeah, that you you would have got you'd have been you'd have lost your shit in the theaters. Baby, rub my chest. Yeah. Rub my chest. <laughs> Hey, shit works, man. <laughs> hey, look, you don't, yo, I, I'm not going to lie. And I, I haven't quite had this conversation with her. Look at her a little differently after that. Before that, it was kind of like, no, we're, we're cool. After that, it's like, oh my God, you kind of saved my life. I <laughs> I owe you one. Yeah. You might've saved me a little bit there. Uh, Cause I was definitely losing my shit. And it was like, it was like 3 a.m. in the morning. So I could completely understand. She was just like, yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm going to go back to sleep. Right. Yeah. And I would have had to melt down on my own, but she didn't. Stayed up Not, it, it's, it's like the little she moments right when you realize that like all right when i'm in need this person will be there for me they'll show up right yeah. and even if they have no reason to even if i'm like disturbing them or like the, th- the thing is costing them more than it's costing me yeah they still show up yeah that's dope yeah she was like looking up shit on you know online to try to see how she could help yeah i couldn't have, couldn't ask for anything better that's but. dope anyways um Let's check forward here. We got another couple stories, uh, and then I think we can wrap this bad boy up. Look, let's just talk about it. All right, COVID running rampant. Um, a lot of people suffering from uh, you know, COVID vaccinated, non-vaccinated. Uh, a lot of shit happening, right? But uh, I feel like COVID is sort of dropped from the headlines in terms of 
we don't really hear about it unless we hear about somebody who's like unvaccinated, right? Then we're like, oh my God, this person's unvaccinated, crucify them, right? Sometimes justly, sometimes not so justly, right? Um, like for instance, uh, my quarterback for my team, Aaron Rodgers, turns out he was immunized but just not with anything that actually mattered that we would actually consider yeah. to be an actual. That's vaccine, that Joe right? Rogan podcast. Yeah, for yeah you. exactly. Yeah, yeah, he was listening to a little too much Joe Rogan. Uh, he's, he's all about. He had an ivermectin shirt. I think I saw him wear yeah. at one point. I'm joking, um, but uh, but it just came out recently that he's unvaccinated. Uh, you know, and he's going to miss a couple games, uh, potentially a couple games, uh, because of that. Uh, I've gotten to the point where. I don't like I know it'd be better if everybody was vaccinated so we can, you know, give give us a greater chance to basically beat back this this COVID thing. Right. But I'm to the point now. I don't really give a shit anymore. Like in, in terms of if somebody else is vaccinated or not, because at the end of the day, people make choices all the fucking time. People choose to drink uh, Henry Ruggs off of uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Right. Jesus chose, Christ. Chose to drink and drive and apparently he must have been really fucking impaired because the way that that yeah that was how fast he was going that was his uh when he was clocked at top speed yeah the accident happened at 127 yeah not in the morning yeah, yeah. miles no, per hour that's miles per hour that's um, fucking insane so you do shit like that right and that has nothing that we rely on each other to just not do dumb shit but it's going to happen right and so i'm at the point where i don't really give a shit anymore it's like if i hear somebody's unvaccinated i'm like all right for whatever reasons that they have valid or stupid that i might think that they are that's their fucking choice to do it i can't you can't fucking be like run up on them like i'm gonna stab you in his arm with this shot like no they want to make their own choice right comes out ice cube Turned down nine million movie role because he was unvaccinated. They said, now, granted, "Hey, you should get vaccinated for this, you know, in order to work on this project." He was like, "Nah, I respectfully disagree." They were like, "Cool, we'll find somebody else." And so here's why, to me, that this is not as big of a story as it seems. Mm. To me, nine million is a lot. To Ice Cube, Ice Cube, probably not. Yeah, he's still living off Friday residuals. Yeah, one would think. I mean, he's done so much work on so many projects: TV, film, music. He's got the big three, which, um, compared to the NBA, you might think it's like a small thing, but the big three is, you know, they got TV contracts. They've got a lot of former NBA stars. They're looking like if the future of the big three is what a lot of people are thinking it is, they are going to be a viable. NBA alternative as like things as progress and they get more like contracts and TV deals and talent and so on. Yeah. So Ice Cube is doing fine. If he choose chose to walk away from this project because they required him to be vaccinated and he didn't want to do that, no problem. That's his choice. Um, he's very much like in the beginning of all this stuff, he was very much for, um, you know, wearing your mask, getting vaccinated. Uh, so he's, I view him as being on somewhat the right side of this thing. But at the end of the day, his personal choice is his own to make. If he chose not to be vaccinated, no problem. If he, he didn't make a fuss about this either. He just left the project. It's not like he, you know, tried to sue and get unions involved or like shut down the project or anything like that. He just said, you know what? If you require me to be vaccinated, I don't want to do that. I'm going to walk away from this project. Which, you can recast my role. Which I can fucking respect. 
Yeah, absolutely. I can respect the shit out of that. I can, I, I may not agree with them. Like, and, and honestly, we, we say that, but then we don't even know what the reasoning is. Usually it turns out to be something really stupid, right? Like I read on this site that, you know, and it's usually something fucking dumb. Yeah, Joe Rogan said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but even Rogan, right? Like, I think everybody's hesitancy is because we don't know what the long-term ramifications of the vaccine is. Completely fucking true. But I file that under, I don't know what the long-term uh, effects of literally anything is so what the fuck is what i don't is the know what difference? the long-term <laughs> effects of drinking el dorado amber ale by guinness is bro but but not even drinking the computers we're using the cell phones we're using we don't know what that shit's going to do to us long term people have gotten vaccines when they were kids we don't really know what the fuck the the the, the long term what the fuck is, is ibuprofen i, don't I take know. it all the time if i have a headache no idea Half the time it doesn't even work on my head. Can I still take it? Right. Um, so, so I say all that to say is like, like I, I, I get, I get having some sort of skepticism, right? Um, and and I can respect people in ice cubes. Uh, uh, and I, I don't know why calling him ice cube still seems like it feels wrong. Like, what's your fucking real name? I'm not gonna call you Ice Cube anymore. Just, what, what is no, it? I feel like calling him anything Ronald? other than Ice is it Cube. Ronald. Let me call you Ronald. Like I don't want to. I don't want to call you Ice Cube. That seems it's, stupid. It's uh, O'Shea Jackson. O'Shea Jackson. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, O'Shea. What? You don't call, call me O'Shea. Jackson. No. You don't call Drake Aubrey, Aubrey Graham. <laughs> call him Drake. Well, Drake just sounds like a regular name. It just. It, it doesn't. It's not fucking Ice Cube. That Ice Cube sounds stupid. I don't know. I'm still gonna call Ice Cube Ice Cube. I'm gonna call Ice T Ice T. Ice T even sounds dumber. Really? No. What? This is Ice T. The fuck? What is this? Who else has a nickname that we still call them by the nickname? 92? Who is the stupidest name? We're like, I don't want to call you that anymore. Bow Wow. Diddy, no, Diddy has to have the, the worst because we don't even know what the fuck they call Diddy. What is he these days? Is it P Diddy? Love. Is it P? Didn't, he, didn't he change his name to like Love? <laughs> yeah, I, I would assume I think, that he did. I think, yeah, yeah. Well, I think he tried to change his name to Love. He kind of like, changed his name to Yay. It's just Yay now. I mean, that's fine. Whatever. You know. Yeah, I'm sure a lot, everybody already called. So he's like, you know, let's just make this. Wait, so is it? It's no longer West. It's not like Yay West. It's just Yay. It's just Yay. Wow. Okay. Guy's aggressive. Jesus. All right. It's like share. Well, you you have to have be at a certain or tax Thanos. bracket. They only don't have last names. <laughs> Thanos Jackson. <laughs> right. What if Thanos did have like a, a last name that yeah. wasn't like like manly and rugged? It was just something very like soft. Uh, Thanos Lavender. Thanos May. His last name's May. <laughs> Nobody's scared of him. Yes. He shows up in Infinity War and they're just like, sup? <laughs> Mr. He's at the DMV, like, Mr. May, Mr. May. He, doesn't he stands stand up, up with just... the gauntlet. Someone's like, take that shit off. It's not going to help you get in line any yeah. faster, sir. <laughs> he snaps and doesn't work at the DMV, like, what? Oh, fuck it. It's, I'm here. Take a ticket, sir, please. <laughs> you are number 145. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know, man. Like I, I I respect I respect Ice Cube in in this particular situation because it, it really isn't like he's just like trying to impress what he believes on everybody else. He's just like, if this is what you're requiring, I can't meet that, so I'm gonna have to back out of this project, right? I can respect the shit out of that. I think where things go wrong is when, and you know, it, it, can we just for all the people out there who are like everybody's trying to make this so political well what the fuck do you call something that affects everybody like what what, what other thing other than political would you call that like it's a it's a decision that literally affects 
everybody, right? Yeah. Whether people were vaccinated or not, it's not like you decide you're unvaccinated and you're like, oh, well, that doesn't affect anybody. No, it actually does fucking there's, affect There's only people. two things to call this, political or societal, right? Either way, it affects a lot you of people. You get to the same fucking place. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for all the people who are like, don't make this political, man. This isn't political, Steven. This is motherfucker, what else would you fucking call it? I'm not saying that he's, you know, uh, I'm not being like, oh, you're a Trumper or something like that by, by doing something like this. Um, but it is a political, it's not necessarily a political statement because that's different when you actually come out and be like, this is what I stand for. But you are effectively letting people know what your stance is when this is the result of it. Right. Um, but I can't, I'm not going to like bemoan him or, or, or say that he's wrong for doing so. That's his own choice. But I, what I will say is that the, there's going to be a major shift in how society operates if suddenly now that if, if there are certain, like if certain groups or, you know, like I think they said that the unions uh, for the enter- entertainment industry, that they basically decided to mandate um, the vaccines. Right. Um, if you start getting these type of situations, then I, I feel like ice cubes, one thing, but as soon as you start seeing like the Tom Cruises of the world or like the fucking Will Smith's of the world or uh, fucking like, you know, um, uh, fucking what, what's her what's uh, Helen Mirren or some somebody like that drop out of a film because they're unvaccinated. That's going to suddenly open up a lot of fucking chances for people who might not have had chances otherwise might change the landscape of things a bit. Yeah. And so I'm I'm kind of curious where that's all going to go, because one project can change a life. You know what I mean? So that one project you weren't in that you should have been in, you're like, fuck, Will Smith still regrets not being Neil to this very day. Right. Um that one role that you should have been in and you weren't, who's going to get that role who then is going to get that opportunity. It's going to, I feel like it's going to, it hasn't really taken effect yet, but I feel like in a couple of years, we're going to see that this is, this is going to have like a profound effect on just like the shape of, uh, uh of the movies and shows. Yeah. And shit like now the problem people have with that is they, they say like, Oh, well, if not getting the vaccine means now you're compromising your job, which is then compromising your income, your ability to take care of yourself and your family, that's where it gets fucked up. Right. And I very much understand that, right? If all of us, if you don't want to get vaccinated for personal reasons and like you've worked at this company for 10 years and now the company sends you an email like, hey, John, get the vaccine or, you know, your time with this company is done. That's kind of like, you know, that's a pretty difficult decision to make. But at the same time, employment is not, at least on a per company, I think every person has should have the right to be able to pursue like a job, uh, seek gainful employment, as I think it's said, have a career, earn earn a, a, a respectable wage, provide for their families. I think every person should have that right. Mm-hmm. But not, not to the point where like if a company you work for now says like, hey, this is our policy. If you don't want to, if you don't want to abide by our policy, then you're going to have to seek employment elsewhere. That is, like in that situation, you now have a choice. You can get vaccinated and continue employment. You can not get vaccinated. And that's perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. You just have to seek employment elsewhere. We see we see what's happening in the NFL and the NBA and like, you know, certain college coaches have to step down from the head of their programs because they're not getting vaccinated. And people are like, oh, that's not right. The university shouldn't force this like LS UCLA head coach to step down because he doesn't want to get vaccinated. Well, 
they'd have the right to do that. And the head coach has the right to choose whether or not he wants to get vaccinated and he can go get a job elsewhere. But it's actually hilarious because the same people who would say that would say like, oh, you know, if if some, you know, if some baker doesn't want to make cakes, you know, for, you know, a gay couple or, you know, whoever or an interracial couple, then it's within their prerogative. Those same people who are saying that they shouldn't fire them because they got they're not vaccinated. So it's just like, I feel like what this... COVID-19, um, this, this pandemic has really revealed is just, uh, the absurd hypocrisy of just everybody really, uh, yeah, people nobody's consistent, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, does the thing work for me? If not, fuck it. If it does, I love it, you know? And that's like basically the one human trait that we th- that I think yeah. is like universal, right? If does it this fits thing how work for me? I see the world, yeah. then then I'm going to green light it. I'm thumbs up. I'm all on board. If it doesn't fit how I see the world, even if like it's a conflict of other things that I believe, fuck it. I I don't agree with it. Blah, blah, blah. It's, it's, it's crazy. But again, to your point, here's what I respect about ice cube. He just said, you know what? I don't want to get vaccinated. No problem. I'll step away from this project. Continue on without me recast. I'm not going to make a big fuss. Here's why this is different than the Kyrie Irving situation. This is Kyrie Irving kind of like didn't, provide any reason why he's doing what he's doing. He's kind of like remained silent, has refused to speak about it. Whenever he's nah, asked Ky- about Kyrie's it. Kyrie's kind of stupid. And uh, in, in that, like, so he, he has occasionally sort of talked. I, I don't know if he's necessarily talking about, but he's, he's talked about like other things, right? Where he's made comments, things like that. The thing I think I, I hate about Kyrie is that it always feels like it's from a place of, oh, I'm doing the smart thing. You're doing the dumb thing, right? Like you're being stupid and I'm being enlightened, but it's like, no, Kyrie, I think you're just doing a very stupid thing. Like, it's not like even the reasons like Ice Cube has said nothing. And I firmly would like endorse or, or at least stand by his um, decision to do that. Right. Yeah. But Kyrie, it seems like it's always from like this, like arrogant standpoint of, oh, oh no, I know you're all idiots and you're making the wrong choices. Yeah. Ice Cube said nothing. Kyrie is saying a lot of nothing. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's basically difference. what it is. Yeah. I, I, I <laughs> Did think- you see when he went live? No, like so he he went live on like Facebook or Instagram in or Twitter or whatever in response to Stephen A's comments on first take where mm-hmm. where Stephen A is calling him out saying like he's um you know this the, this is the organization that's hired you paid you 150 million dollars and you to show up and now you're not showing up and you don't even have the decency to give your organization or your teammates or the fans that have bought your jerseys like an and bought your shoes an explanation yeah. right and I think that's fair and then Kyrie jumped on live at, you know the I've never heard someone say nothing for three minutes. He was basically just like, like, this is crazy. Like y'all out here talking bad about me. And like people are hearing this and, 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 and and so what if, if the the thing, but with the thing doesn't happen and it's my choice and you don't live my life. I'm not you. You're not me. And, and so what about this? Like, and that went on for three minutes. (laughs) And at the end of it, I swear to God, at the end of it, he still did not, explain this is like why did you go live well but and i and i think it's different right like when you're playing for a team it's different than when you're a person who's being hired to act in a movie right when you're playing for a team and the team is for all intents and purposes still paying you there's a fan base i've I've recently changed to sort of like the way I, i started like looking at sports like fans fucking matter dude literally if it weren't for the fans 
none of these people would have a job. And so instead of looking at it, like, cause I always, why the fuck do they have to do these stupid press conferences? Like, why do they have to talk to the media? Right. It's because the, they need to let the fans know what the fuck is actually happening. Even if it's some bullshit, even if it's whatever, at least they can get, throw the fans a bone because those are the people who are actually paying money to like watch you do whatever the fucking thing is that you do. So the least you can do is give them some sort of lip service as to like what the fuck's going on, especially if they see this person who they're rooting for, who they bought in the jerseys for, who they go to all the stupid events that this person goes to and, and supports them in every way that they possibly can. And I'm saying this as somebody who, so I, I help run a, a show and I just see the interaction between the 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 personality on the show and and the audience and even me who's behind the scenes and the love that these people give us and it's just like it's mind-blowing and the least that we can do is actually interact with them that's the least yeah. we can they're paying their money to see us or or to, to to see our product the least we can do is just interact with them yeah. you know if i'm a net season ticket holder yeah and i bought tickets because Okay, that Kyrie came, and then Kyrie helped bring in Kevin Durant, and Kyrie helped bring in James Harden, and it is this mix that I believe in that this team is going to win a championship. For that reason, I'm going to choose to invest thousands and thousands of my dollars into this team and this franchise, and like and my time into the game, and and, and, I, and time and emotion and all those things. And then for someone to be, you know, for you to have made that investment, and for the person to be like, yeah. I'm yeah. not showing up. Yeah. Like the <laughs> thing on. I like, told you, that? the thing I told you I came here to do. Yeah. I'm not no, going to do, do it. Yeah. And I'm not going to offer you any sort of ex- zero. I'm just going to, I'm just going to dip out. And I'm, I'm going to pretend to be smarter than you yeah, and pretend like about I it. know something <laughs> that you don't know. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, those two cases are, are different to me. Um, but, uh, but at the end of the day, I, I'm just, it's going to be so interesting to see what the fallout is from all this. Cause I think that it is going to open up opportunities for other people, uh, to, to sort of just like because who's going to slide into this movie role now right uh now being hollywood they'll just get some other black Kevin actor Hart. that's you know, <laughs> probably um to, to to be in a movie um but um yeah very interesting shit all right let's uh let's move on to our last story uh this is kind of like a more lighthearted story which i i found to be absolutely hilarious um so will ferrell funny guy we, we know him for a lot of things one of the greatest cameos of all time was I, I still maintain probably the greatest cameo of all time was him in wedding crashers uh ma meatloaf yeah i don't know what she's doing in there what is she doing she's always doing something in there what is she doing it's like the hilarious fucking cameo will never be topped right uh so he recently came out and was talking about how um i guess he was doing an interview with a hollywood reporter and he was talking about basically he was offered 29 mil um to make an elf sequel and these are his exact words um i would have had to promote the movie from an honest place which would have been like Oh no, it's not a good movie. I just couldn't turn down that much money. And I thought, can I actually say those words? I don't think I can. So I guess I can't do the movie. (laughs) Yo, one of the most brutally honest things I've heard in quite some time. I am fucking here for dude. Uh, Because how honest are people sometimes? Like when you see them, when you see a really good actor, actress in a very shitty movie and you're just like, yo, I know you and I just know or look, I don't even know you, but I know you don't fuck with this shit. Like, I know you you, you are above this. I know you are. You're better than this. And the person is just like, no, this is 
this is actually an interesting movie. You know, I found and you're just like, this is all bullshit. You don't like anything about this. Yeah. Pretty much any movie Kristen Stewart's been a part of. I'm joking. I don't know why I keep picking on Kristen Stewart, but, uh, but, but I'm trying to think of like a movie that I remember an actor, actor and actress in thinking that, yo, fam, you could not have been proud of this. Uh, I mean, you look at some of the shit Eddie Murphy's done over the past few years. You know, fucking Pluto Nash. But a and, lot of it is. But what's weird about that is, is, a lot of it is like of his own making. Is it not? Like, isn't he like a major instrument in whatever the product? Or I product think is? like like Norbert or Norbert. Yeah, Norbert, I think Norbert, what happens is he probably gets pitched these ideas, and he's like, okay, well, you know, I'll do it, but like, I got to be an executive producer on the project too. Yeah. Um, so he gets like these additional titles and paychecks and whatnot and my production company has to be a part of the production um but it's really just a money grab it's like oh you want to pay me 20 million dollars to do norbit 2 sure um but i feel like over time it it, it hurts the perception of him because we remember eddie murphy from like beverly hills cop his stand-ups and like some of the early shit he's done the movies he's done over the past 10 years has really hurt how we view eddie murphy in terms of like you know as an actor right uh, maybe uh, i think he kind of he fought his way back with uh uh, uh I mean, there was a uh, dolomite the, the dolomite dolomite is his name yeah but again um, that's like one project he did in the past two years that i can look at eddie murphy and say all right you did you did really good there other when I think about the past ten years, but I think that those movies are so forgettable that once you get one good one, you're just like I don't give a fuck about those old. We'd ones. like to say they're forgettable, but I have not forgotten Norbit or Pluto <laughs> Nash or any I of that. I have shit. probably forgotten everything about that movie. I don't remember. Um, or like but, Jake Gyllenhaal in Prince of Persia. Right? Oh God, yeah, yeah, that Fucking was horrible. That was that was horrible. Uh, uh, so this Will Ferrell story, this, this came to me because I recently watched the segment on Netflix. Um, great series on Netflix is called The Movies That Made Us, right? Mm-hmm. And they dive into all of these great movies from like the 90s and you know 80s, whatever the fuck the movie is. Um, and they talk about like the story behind like how this thing came to be. Um, and I had watched the segment on Elf. So mm-hmm. it explained like about the the person who wrote the film and how he tried and tried to get it made and pretty much everybody said no to him one person said yes that one person who said yes happened to know will ferrell gave will ferrell a call will ferrell said yes um that person was like oh you know what i kind of maybe think gene hackman might be good for this and they were like and this is gene hackman coming off of godfather right so like he's just very serious and he was in um uh what was that movie you mentioned earlier addy um uh fucking the good and the dead or the quick and the dead so like these very serious films gene hackman was coming off and they're like well do you think we can get gene hackman to do this and everybody's like fuck no gene hackman (laughs) is gonna do this then they call gene hackman like hey do you want to do this and he's like yeah (laughs) so like this like crazy and and by all accounts look we can we get a consensus here there's and i i'm sure uh i'm i'm gonna catch some flack uh addy from uh from from some people in your household but what elf is a classic just not my favorite movie um i very much agree with you i because watching it during the holiday season you watch it and you're like it's cool 
but I think I might want to go do something else. This movie is yeah. good for precisely a two-week window in December. <laughs> between, like, just before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, it's good Immediately up thereafter. until New yeah. Year's. Once is you- it good up until New Year's? It might just be Christmas Day. We I'll give it to Christmas Day. I think there's still that like you know that like there's still some like Christmas spirit in the air <laughs> that maybe this movie is still good for or towards the end of the year but yeah. as soon as January 1st of the new year hits no, fuck no, no. I'm not watching that, that shit when Christmas but, rolls but around but then maybe. again it's Christmas every year so even if it only has a two week replay value yeah, I mean, it's a two-week Elf and Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas." <laughs> every time, every year around this time, it yeah. comes, it yeah, shoots yeah. back S- up, slaps every year. Um, um, good for them. That residual must be nice. Yeah, but so this movie got again. I watched the uh, movies that made a segment, and I learned all the backstory behind this film. So when I saw this story. It made sense to me. Yeah, because the first one, there was so much magic in how it happened. You're like. Yeah. It is all of that as to why it works, right? And the magic that Zoe Deschanel brought to it and like all of the things that weren't scripted that just made it work. Elf 2 would have been very much scripted. It would have been very put together. And the magic that made Elf work probably wouldn't have. Now, 29 Mm -hmm. million. Yeah, I don't know, Chief. Uh, but but then again, you're Will Ferrell, so you, you you've already got that in space, right? Like he's made it back. Made, sure, made he's wow. made many more millions. Uh, but in the moment, at that point in time, the only thing he had really done was Night at the Roxbury and Saturday Night Live. To that point, nah. Uh, I think we already had Anchorman at that point, right? I don't I don't think so. I think Elf no is before Anchorman. What I'm was, pretty what sure Elf? when I was watching the making of Elf, he'd only really done Night at the Roxbury. And Saturday Night Live appearances. Okay, so Elf was 2003. What the fuck? Oh, Anchorman was like 2004. Anchorman. Yeah, Anchorman was 2004. When was Wedding Crash? Oh, shit. Wedding Crash is like 2005. Yeah. Fuck. It was was Elf that really launched his career. Old school was definitely like this. That's like when I was probably 2007, 8. No, no, no. It can't be that late. Old school, Did you find it? 2003. Old school Same came year. before. Elf. Came before Elf. Elf? Yeah, because yeah, it would have been in 2003, and I'm assuming mm-hmm. Elf came out like during the Christmas season. Yeah. But um, so yeah, old school came out. Ah, uh, yes. You know what? You're right. Because in the documentary, they speak to that, like how he, the character he played in old school. Yeah. Uh, the Frank the Tank yeah. was very Frank different the, from Frank this. This like Christmas spirit, you know, oversized Elf. So yeah, yeah. they they did talk about that. Yeah. Um, but anyway. It was just a crazy story. Turning down twenty nine million would have been very hard to do unless you really believed in yourself and your ability, which he did. Yeah. Will Ferrell is now who we know and love. Yeah. Now this led into a really interesting uh, conversation that I wanted to bring up, and we can go through this really quickly sure. about a bunch of like who are some other actors or actresses you know that have turned down big money, a lot of fucking money. Well, I think the most Kyrie Irving amount of money. <laughs> Uh, I to think the, not be in a certain movie. Uh, I think it wasn't a movie, but I think the most obvious one is, is obviously Chappelle, right? Um, mm. So Chappelle turned down, what, like was it 50, 50 mil? 50? Um, in order to do, uh, sign a contract for, I guess it might have been even been multiple seasons for the Chappelle show, turn it down um, to go to Africa, uh, which I guess in hindsight, honestly, kind of added to the mystique of the show. Uh, obviously, it felt like it ended a little, too, a little bit too early, but it's to me it's made the show like endure you know 
that we only get a certain amount of Chappelle show and it's a fucking classic. Uh, and he's still able to do, you know, comedy shows and all this other shit. Yeah. I mean, that's a big number. That's a yeah. big number, but I'm going to go through a quick list of 10 that I, um, a, a, a list of 10 that I was able to pull from an article. This is on like CBR.com, uh, 10 actors who turned down enormous paydays. Uh, so at number 10, we got Leonardo DiCaprio who turned down 21 million for the American psycho. He went on That's to proper. He, he doesn't seem like he's like a, that was perfectly cast with, uh, yes. Bale. With Christian Bale. Yeah. Yep. He went on to do some other movie where he was like out in, in like the jungle or something like that. That really wasn't that good. It's a movie Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio was in that nobody remembers. Fair. Um, but you know, he got Titanic. So, uh, John Travolta, he was initially offered the role of Forrest Gump. Uh, he turned oh, that down. That'd have been terrible. Yeah, that would have been <laughs> god awful. What now, the fuck? Yeah, that would have been bad. Jesus so Christ. he, uh, at what Tom Hanks eventually ended up walking away with was like a estimated seventy million dollars plus box office profits plus and wait, so that was his base. Mm-hmm. Seventy mil was Tom Hanks' base for Forrest Gump. So I think that in total, right. like over the years, he's earned seventy million, but plus oh, okay. box office profits. So how's it over the years? Like, what did he have? I'm so confused. All right, fair enough. I've no like maybe like uh um just like not box office but like sales of like DVDs and VHS and T-shirts and memorabilia and all that stuff. Fair enough. Um, and he got a uh, a best actor nod. Yeah, I don't know if he won best actor or not, but I think he did. Uh, but anyway, John Travolta went on to do Pulp Fiction, so you know I think he's okay. Uh, Matt Damon turned down the lead role in Avatar. And a ten percent stake in the film. Yeah, that would that would have been strictly about money because I don't think he really missed anything with. Uh, uh, if you, if you want if you want um, some sort of insight into that, well, uh, and shout out to Sergio. Uh, what's happening with Sam Worthington's career right now? Absolutely nothing. So sure. <laughs> now, and I say that with all due respect, right? He he actually is still working in Hollywood. Yeah, and he's yeah. doing you know decent work. Now I wonder what uh, what his contract was because they offered Matt Damon a 10% stake in the film. Now we know that this is a film that's grossed well over a billion dollars. So if Matt Damon had accepted the lead role in the film, plus that 10% stake, that would be an estimated 250 million right now. Yeah. He might've fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. He might've fucked that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, might've fucked that yeah. one up. I'm not he might've yeah. fucked up with that. But I mean, look, he, he's, he's got the born series. He's fine. Yeah. But you know what? If I'm Sam Worthington, I'm like, well, if I didn't get that 10% stake, I'm like, well, why didn't you guys offer say, me that? Who's to say you didn't? Well, I mean, yeah, we don't know. And this this article doesn't call it out, but I don't think he did because I feel like we'd know about that. <laughs> he, would, he would present himself a little bit differently yeah, if he yeah. would have got that. He'd be driving something different. He'd be like... <laughs> we don't even know what he yeah, drives. Yeah. He'd be just driving something different. I don't know. The new, new Camry. New yeah, Camry. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, let, let's roll through these. Right yeah, yeah I'm going to get the rest of these. Quick, um, so Will Smith missed out on $35 million for The Matrix. We talked about that yeah. earlier. Uh, Sean Connery wouldn't travel. So he wouldn't travel to play Gandalf, which um, would have paid him $30 million. Sean Connery. Sean Connery? Um, no, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to imagine him in, as Gandalf. I'm, pro- I don't know. I feel like we would have probably gotten kind of the same shit out of Sean Connery than, uh, than we did, um, Ian, Ian McKellen. Right? Ian McKellen, yep. Yeah. Um, so Ian McKellen ultimately walked away with sixty million for that role, right? Number five, yeah. Russell Crowe skipped out on a hundred million dollars to play Aragon. 
uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Another Lord, Lord of the Rings was paying. That might have been perfect backs. for him. I don't know. I think he would have been very good in that. But we got yeah. Viggo Mortensen, who played that role phenomenally. Who, who knocked it out of the, yeah, he yeah. knocked it out of the park. Uh, Keanu Reeves dodged a bullet turning down speed two for $12 million. Yeah, that one. That's nah, okay. not too that's bad. Fine. I mean, he, <laughs> and he's Tom he, Cruise. He went on and did the Matrix. Yeah, yeah. So wait, wait, Keanu Reeves. Turn? Yeah. No, no, you're, you're are you talking? No, Tom Cruise, right? Uh, no. So Keanu Reeves was in Speed. No, no, Tom Cruise turned down Speed, right? Wait, I'm so confused. What did you say? No, wasn't Tom Cruise in Speed Two? No, he was no. in No Speeds. He wasn't in Speed Two. What well, says Keanu Reeves turned down? Hmm, maybe this one. Oh, might you're, be wrong. you're you're saying Keanu Reeves turned down Speed Two? Yeah. And he missed out on twelve million. Yeah, I don't know where the fuck I got Tom Cruise. I think I just made that up. Okay, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, no, I don't think he missed that. It's twelve minutes. He yes. he went on and did the fucking Matrix. He's fine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's super straight. Yeah, yeah. and and honestly, uh, uh, that movie's terrible. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Josh Hartnett thought it would be too risky to be in J.J. Uh, Abrams Superman. That probably would have been risky. That would have been risky because then you get typecasted as the Superman. Yeah. Guy. Ask Brandon Roth or Roth or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, how that's how that's going. Yeah. Listen, Josh Hartnett has made a lot of bad decisions because that number two, uh, he, he says Josh Hartnett does not regret not up. playing Batman for forty five million. Now, this would have been yeah, Batman. Uh, this would have been Christopher Nolan's Batman. Yeah, he probably should have said yeah. To that. Yo. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, if, we're all happy with the decision there, but. Yeah, he probably should have yeah. said that. If you turn down Superman, maybe you don't turn down yeah, Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like one, one of them. them. You got Jesus. <laughs> yeah. The fuck are you, you doing, You can't be son? offered both and then be like, nah. Uh, yeah. I, I see something else that I that might be better on the horizon. It's like, no, motherfucker. If you turn down one, you got to kind of say yes to the other. Yeah. Um, last one here is Michael Keaton uh, could have played Batman again for $15 million. Uh, this was in like the early 90s. I feel like I don't 15- blame him. I don't blame him. He made, he made the first two and he was like, look, I want to do some other shit. I don't yeah. want to be doing this. And especially with the direction that they headed in. It was kind of just like, yeah, right, let's let's just and, uh, he might up. be back. He might be back in the role. So. Exactly. So I don't I don't think he messed up or missed out at all. I think he's fine. Um, Josh Hartnett might be the biggest. Josh Hartnett. Yeah, oh. He might 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 have to go ahead and fire his agent for that one. That was uh, <laughs> that might not have been a great idea. All right, super quick before we leave, like 20, 30 seconds on this. Uh, what is the uh, Christmas movie that deserves a sequel that didn't get one? If we're talking about Elf, right? Mm. Sh- didn't get see Elf two. What Christmas movie should have gotten one, but didn't? Yo, I'm I'm gonna be honest. My list of Christmas movies is short. I don't fucking. I just a always... Christmas story. Uh, uh, the night before, uh, not the night before Christmas. Um, what's the what's the one where the dude's like running and is and is screaming in the snow, black and white. It's a Wonderful Life. Bro, uh, I I just pulled up a a, a list of Christmas movies. Um, you already I'm, got one. Too I'm gonna many give you a alone. quick one. I'm gonna give you a fucking quick one. All of these look like they sucked. Yeah, dude. I don't. Eddie, I, Eddie you got any? I don't got any for you. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> God damn it! Does nobody celebrate Christmas anymore? No, I, I probably my least favorite holiday. Yeah, you've you said this multiple times. I don't know what's wrong with you. You guys are cold hearted. I find the fucking Christmas spirit. It makes me sick. Yikes. Um, yeah, mine is probably going Bad to... Santa. Well, they did make Bad Santa too. Yeah, Never I'm pretty sure they did make that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm going to say... I, w- I want to see an updated A Christmas Story. 
see what Ralphie looks like when he gets a little older. Did he ever get that BB gun? Did you have you ever watched a Christmas story? I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because you look like you didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. No, I, sorry. In my head, I was just thinking about would I want to see that? No, he's probably just no, like a registered I want to see gun the real, now. Exactly. Like, I want to see the real shit when he gets my older. My rights as an American is to and, own a gun, and I think it would make for a great. Sir, why TV. do you have twelve AR-15s? Like, <laughs> if someone breaks into if, your house, if I would have just gotten a BB gun when I was twelve years old, I would not have wanted you know these howitzers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, um, look, ladies and gentlemen, that's our fucking show. Um, we're going to go ahead and wrap this shit up. Uh, we probably went a little bit over time, but fuck it. Uh, it was great to have everybody back in the building. Hopefully we can keep this going. Uh, nobody, you know, everybody, you know, these, your leg exercises, your foot exercises to make sure that, uh, we don't end up in this scenario again. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, we will be back next week. Same time, same place. Uh, and one of these days I will upload all these podcasts to the actual podcast, <laughs> uh, mechanism to, to kick this out uh, instead of just doing the live video. Uh, but until then, ladies and gentlemen, um, we will, uh, be on our way out of here.